The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. That's false advertising right there. Pat Gray is not here. Pat Gray is on vacation. Uh, you're stuck with me. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, and here with uh, Jeff Fisher. Hi. Well, that was creepy. How you doing? I am uh, amazing. How are you, Jeffy? I am so good. Okay. Oh, my gosh. All right. I am so good. I feel bad uh, today Do you? for all the children the, uh, at oh, the border that are just- They're being ripped from their parents' Torn. Arms. I, I actually heard that there were cases of broken bones from pulling them too hard when they did the ripping. Uh, it's a very, very, very sad state of affairs. Amen. Uh, I'm sure Amen. you talked about. Did you talk? You talked about this yesterday. A little I'm bit. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but there were some events that transpired since uh, we last spoke. So the DHS, the head of the DHS, uh, Homeland Security Secretary Nielsen had a press conference and it was like an 11 minute opening statement where a bunch of, you know, a bunch of reporters questioned her over the zero tolerance policy for illegal border crossings. And there was one point in particular where a CNN reporter asked her, how is this not child abuse for these innocent children who are indeed being separated from their parents? How is this not child abuse, Jeffy? You're asking me? Yeah. It is child abuse. It, right? My friend. So uh, the U.S. government should now be prosecuted for well, child abuse. I mean, something because has to it's, be done. Because it's, it's their fault that these parents are bringing their children over here knowing that it's illegal. Something has to be done. Now, I will also say, when we're talking about child abuse... Uh, you know, giving them food, giving them hamburgers. That's that is unacceptable. Yeah. Letting them letting them congregate and watch uh, the World Cup. Oh, man. That's that's torture. I mean, that actually is kind of torture. But, you know, uh, letting them play, giving them medical care. How dare you, Donald Trump? How dare you care well, for that, these children? This all happens after they've been torn from their the arms with the bro- with the broken bones yes. right yes so so once they break the bones they they then go in and give them medical care right. for said broken bones I that's, mean, that's how as it much plays sense out as many people are making yeah all right there's a lot to dissect in this uh i do want to say first of all that i there there is a better way to handle this, I think I, I I don't know your thoughts on this. I'm I you're probably a little bit more heartless than I am. <laughs> just just a a, just a little just bit. A uh, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to a different way of handling this, but it can't be. Let's let them hear, let them all in the country because they're a family. And then just kind of hope that they'll show up at some kind of specified Agreed. court date. Agreed. That can't be the solution. Agreed. But I wouldn't be opposed to handling this a certain way so that we don't have to separate small children from their parents. Agreed. Uh, you know, but on the other side of the spectrum, to be fair, these people are coming here illegally. 
these parents know the risks when they bring their children here. Yes, they do. So it's hard for me to understand why the U.S. government is accused of child abuse because if we're saying that child abuse is taking place, there's child abuse at play, wouldn't that be the parents' fault? Way before they get here. Right. Yes. That would be what the parents were doing, putting the children in that position Correct. to begin with. Did you listen to that, uh, the audio from one of the facilities where they were holding small children? Yeah, where the, the kid was uh, screaming uh, for his aunt or whatever. Mm-hmm. That Was that the one you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. We have the audio, but I don't yeah. even know if we should play it. Oh, I, you want to hear it? Absolutely. Okay, all yeah, right. That's Let, worth hearing. Let's play that audio. Saying, I don't want them to stop my father. I don't want them to deport him. Okay. Right. (laughs) Screaming. Crying for daddy. Right. (laughs) I mean, this is... It's that's very sad. Yeah. There's the border patrol agent saying we have an orchestra here, right? Right. And then what we're missing is a conductor. Okay. All right. I don't. There are a lot of people saying a lot of different things about these Border Patrol agents. How dare they? How dare they? Are you joking? Do you people have children? If you're in a room with crying children for that long, you make a joke or you go crazy. Thank you. I have one child. And I can tolerate his crying for about two minutes. And then I'm like, you got to go to the other room because I'm about to lose my mind on you. I really need you to like zip it or go to the other room and get it all out. Because I can't just stand here and listen to you cry in my face. Keep crying. I'm going to give you something to cry about. Yes. Yes. I don't get the outrage here. It's not like that's that's just human. It's human nature to, okay. And that was really, not bad. I'm sorry. It really wasn't. Tense. It wasn't. It was, try, really it was trying tense. to, we got all these babies crying. Yeah. We got an orchestra. We're lighting it up. We need a conductor. Whereas, I mean, it's not, it's not bad. No. It's, not. it's I, I don't fault these Border Patrol agents for saying that. And then, you know, at the beginning, the little kid, I don't want them to deport my dad. Okay. I mean, like, sorry, but these are the laws. So, you know, I mean, we're supposed to, it's again, it's sad and it's heartbreaking, but this is the position that the parents have put the entire family in. And uh, uh, what, like, I want a million dollars. Wait. What about what I want? You know, it's like uh, we can want all of these different things. You don't want your dad to be deported, and I'm very sorry about that. But I don't understand why this is supposed to somehow be the driving factor in policymaking. Oh, well, no question. I mean, that we we want it breaks tugs on everybody's heartstrings, and uh, it makes it seem like we're uh, the people who want to. Uh, keep our borders strong and uh, go through a process right. are the hateful people because right. we're not letting them right in. Go in. It's right. all yours. Right. Sign up here for free money and free food right here. Yes. And so we're the bad people. Yeah. That's not the, the one I was thinking of. The one I remember hearing, and and, and I don't remember where, but it was a, a, a child calling for the aunt. 
And because the child was told, uh, from the parents who weren't with the child, by the way, mm. when you get to the other side, call for your aunt and they will go They will go and get her and she will come and get you. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Okay. Sure. Go, you go right ahead. That's, you do that. That's great parenting that's, right that's, there. Thank you. That is, that's top-notch parenting. You're on your own. Get out. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, what did the kid do to deserve that? Right. I don't know. Wow. I don't know. Well, so you uh, mentioned people who are enforcing this law or talking about enforcing talking about, this law uh, being heartless, right? Right. Where that's that's what we're made to feel. Yes. Very heartless. Uh, I want to, speaking of heartless for enforcing the law, I want to play, um, you know, we're heartless. Democrats are not, right? Uh, Bill Clinton... Barack Obama, they were not at all heartless when it came to this. They wanted to bring everyone in. They wanted to just, I mean, really just open the borders. I mean, really, because that is, that's the kind, compassionate thing to do. So let's take a listen to what they had to say when it was their time in charge. Real reform means stronger border security. And we can build on the progress my administration's already made. Stronger borders. Putting more boots on the southern border than at any time in our history. And reducing illegal crossings to their lowest levels in 40 years. Real reform means establishing a responsible pathway to earned citizenship. Oh, earned citizenship. A path that includes passing a background check. Background check. Paying taxes and a meaningful penalty. Learning English. Whoa, racist. And going to the back of the line behind the folks trying to come here legally. All Americans, not only in the states most heavily affected, but in every place in this country, are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. The jobs they hold might otherwise be held by citizens or legal immigrants. The public service they use impose burdens on our taxpayers. Thank you. Mm -hmm. That's why our administration has moved aggressively to secure our borders more by hiring a record number of new border guards, by deporting twice as many criminal aliens as ever before, (gasps) by cracking down on illegal hiring, by barring welfare benefits to illegal aliens. In the budget I will present to you, we will try to do more to speed the deportation of illegal aliens who are arrested for crimes. It is wrong and ultimately self-defeating for a nation of immigrants to permit the kind of abuse of our immigration laws we have seen in recent years, and we must do more to stop it. Just saying no to everything may be good short-term politics, but it's not leadership. We were sent here to serve our citizens, not our ambitions. Really? Barack? Oh. Do I not miss him? My how (laughs) things change. No kidding. My how things change. And uh, I believe Hillary Clinton, you know, she also made some comments that were that were similar in nature. Uh, I'm not sure if we have those. Because we've already heard from Bill and Barack. The person I want to hear from most right now is Hillary. Well, (laughs) but so way back when. When it was the cool thing, it was the trendy thing, right? When the Democrats were in power, oh, it was the cool thing to do to deport people, send them back to their country of origin. Now, it's child abuse. Yep. It's hurtful. It's also very racist. Uh, even though you heard Barack Obama saying that he wanted people to learn English. Uh, that was before he realized. that we, he, hadn't, uh, he hadn't evolved. 
uh, that's to true the, to the feeling of today. That's true. That's true. Uh, so before it was fine to say, let's enforce our laws on the books. Let's secure the borders. Let's send people back because it doesn't make sense to be letting people in while telling people they're not allowed in because that just creates a magnet because people know that they're not going to be sent back. It's amazing. So when that was happening, I didn't see MSNBC quoting Bible verses. <laughs> oh, you missed that episode? No, I they, did. No, they were. Do you I have it on your DVR? 24 hours a day. Yeah, I have it on VHS tape. Brad Stagg's here. Yeah. yeah. Good. I'm yeah. VHS. That's right. Oh. Sorry. Yeah. Hopefully. We didn't have Alyssa Milano and John Legend oh my getting unhinged on social media at the heartless actions of the presidential administration. They are not alone either. It's mm. agonizing. Right. It, it truly is. But he's a legend, so he can do it. Yeah, and uh, Alyssa is great, too. She's great. Just right. That's the word I'm thinking of. Right. Great. Great. For Alyssa. Yes. Yeah. Thank yep. you for censoring that. She, oh, uh, man. She's <laughs> great. What's going, on? What's going on, Brad? She's just great. She Where we, we're just going to talk about Alyssa Milano now? Yeah, and her earwax. Alyssa oh. has ear, well, everyone I can't think of yeah. anything everyone more does. attractive than earwax. I know, right? I mean, yeah. some people just think it's gross, but I think they're just out of touch. Tell us how hot you think it is. Uh, I mean, really, when it see? you see it coming oh, oh, yes. out right? of your ear. Oh, yes. It's see? Just, yeah. I knew there was something about you. <laughs> I knew that there was. Actually, I wanted to read a couple of... Um, Reviews. Sarah Gonzalez is first and last time appearing <laughs> on you, Pat Gray and Lee. Don't you remember no, that? For earwax, no way. Remember that big lump that came out of your there's ears? Been, there's been a lot uh, I would out. like to say that was not and, that was not real. It's been a lot. It was it's not okay. me. It's okay. It's okay. We don't think any less of you, um, even if it was a little green. Ugh. I was. Uh, Ugh. So uh, John B says he was pleasantly surprised. I heard the commercials for the product for a few months, and he was skeptical. That is a story we hear over and over Why and over. I would be skeptical. We're, we're I, not. I don't. Look at this face. Right? Well, uh, that changes everything. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I was willing to try it. I have to have my ears uh, regularly cleaned. It was expensive. I received the product. I have now used it twice. I have to say that this product works as advertised. I'll be using WaxRx from now until Amen. the day they put me six feet in the ground. Amen. Wow. So... There you go. I mean, that's a pretty serious uh, recommendation. Also from uh, Deb, a friend recommended your company. My mother wears hearing aids. She was constantly having a terrible problem with wax buildup. But it does make it nice when you have a hearing aid, you have wax on it, you can just you can stick it down on the table and it stays right there in any position. <laughs> that is a nice thing. It's like museum Moldable. wax. <laughs> the bonus. I started using your product this fall. She went to the doctor. Her doctor said her ears were the cleanest she had ever seen. I mean, that's fascinating. Look, we look. We sat around uh, one Saturday at the house, and Mm -hmm. what are we going to do? It's we don't want to do this. And I thought, let's clean my ears with wax our eggs. Right. The family got together and we did. It was was was, pretty. It was fun. It was either that or go to the zoo. It was fun. (laughs) We'd already gone to the zoo. Exactly. Yes. So if you want to have a story that you can share with your grandkids, go to usewaxrx.com. Use promo code radio. uh, They'll give you a free standard shipping. I mean, it's just it's that good. Coming up, I want to uh, I want to make one more point about all of this illegal immigration talk and uh, the hypocrisy. So let's talk about that when we come back. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network.
Pat Gray. Welcome back. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Uh, you can tweet us. I'm here with Jeffy. Jeff Fisher, Mr. Jeff Fisher in the building. You can uh, tweet us. My Twitter is Sarah Gonzalez TX. Unfortunately, Sarah Gonzalez was already taken. Oh, so sad. I've never actually sent the message. Like, really? Hey, can I have your Twitter oh, you handle? And odds are that they will uh, They'll say no. like me. Yeah, no. yeah. And uh, uh, no. at, at Jeffy you. MRA. Yeah, they'd hate you and say no. Yes. Uh, hashtag put that in your pipe, I believe. Yes, that's correct. At Pat Unleashed. And if you want to call us, 888-900-3393. Back to this, uh, all the, the separation of the families and the, heart, the heartless actions and the broken bones and the being ripped apart. Uh, Laura Bush. I do love Laura Bush. I have to say, I really do love Laura Bush. Uh, Jeffy's over here. No, I mean, yes, we have to. We have to love her. She's been. She's been really, really good over the. She's a very classy woman. Yes, she is. Right. Yes, she is. Uh, She had some comments about what was going on at the border and the zero tolerance policy, and she was not very pleased with it. Of course not. She she said that it. uh, She said it breaks her heart. She said that, you know, I appreciate the need to enforce and protect our international boundaries, but this zero tolerance policy is cruel. It is immoral. And she also made a comment that it is eerily reminiscent of Japanese American internment camps during World War II. That's where she lost me. That is where she lost me. I mean, they look, all the floatuses have spoken now, right? All the floatuses that are still alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Laura Bush, uh, Rosalind Carter, Melania Trump. We've all they've all posted there. We hate to see children separated from their families at borders. Right. We've all it's a horrible thing. We've all got their little made their statements that it's a horrible thing. But yeah, uh, this is a little much. You know, uh, internment camps. Okay, so she went on and she said. We also know that this treatment inflicts trauma. Interned Japanese have been two times as likely to suffer cardiovascular disease or die prematurely than those who were not interned. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. In these Japanese internment camps, did these people have a choice to go to said camps, Jeffy? Um, I, I can't remember. No. Okay. No. Okay. All right. Just making sure. And so, correct me if I'm wrong, but these people coming to the border, attempting to cross it to get into the United States, okay. are they being forced to do that? Um, no. Okay. So you're telling me there's a, a huge difference in that the Japanese people being rounded up to the internment camps had no say in the matter. And these other people who are choosing to cross the border and choosing to try to come here illegally actually have a say in the matter. Is that what you're trying to tell me? No. Yes. (laughs) It just, it kills me. And, you know, we talk about, oh, it's, you know, it's the compassionate thing to do. It's the kind thing to do, which again, I want to say, I'm so upset about the media hypocrisy and the hypocrisy from the left on display that I haven't even had a chance to get into the fact that, yes, we could come to some happy medium, some some kind of common ground if we can all agree 
that it was wrong then and it's still wrong now, okay, that's fine. But if you want to talk about uh, people being ripped from their families because of the way illegal immigration is handled, okay, how about Kate Steinle? How about all of the people who are killed and murdered uh, and um, assaulted by illegal immigrants who come into this country. Do they not matter? Does it not matter that they're being separated from their family? Does it not matter that their lives are being ruined? We're talking about 2,000 children being taken away from their families right now, right? So how about last year alone, ICE arrested illegal immigrants with 48,000 charges or convictions for assault. Just 48,000 for assault. That's it though, right? No, no. 11,000 for sex crimes. That's it, though, If you want to talk about caring about the children, how many of those were children? No, that's not it, Jeffy. 1,800, 1,800 illegal immigrants were arrested for killing people and other homicide-related offenses. That's it, though, right? Now? Now. There's no more? Well, there's more. But let's just deal with these. Okay. I'm no, I, I was never the best in math. I'm no, like, I, I'm not a mathematician. But I'm fairly certain that those numbers total a much higher number of people being affected by illegal, illegal immigration or families being affected than 2,000 children being taken away from their parents. Where is the outrage for them? Where are the Bible verses for them? Where's the media coverage for them? I'm going to talk about more numbers. Uh, There was a report that came out about the kids being approved for DACA, which don't even get me started on DACA. There were kids being approved for DACA to stay in the country despite murder, rape and sex crime arrests. Isn't that that's good. That's great. Those are the people that we want staying in the country because they want to learn. I mean, really, isn't that what it's all about? They want to learn. It's okay that 10 people who had been arrested on murder charges were granted permission to remain and work in the U.S. That's okay. That's okay. It's okay that 31 Dreamers had rape charges on their records. Nearly 500 had been accused of sex crimes and more than 2,000. Oh, wait, there's that 2,000 number again. More than 2,000 had been arrested for drunk driving. That's okay. That's all right. That's it, though. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, it's just that 53,000 people who were approved for DACA had a criminal record when the government granted them status, and that nearly 8,000 of them received criminal charges, racked up criminal charges after they'd been approved for DACA. And this is according to the data from uh, U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services. That's okay. I mean, we, we want to be kind and compassionate. Look, there's going to be a few bumps in the road. Right? It's going to be a few wrinkles. Right? You can't expect perfection. I, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So uh, Ted Cruz came up with uh, some legislation, an, an idea for legislation. Right. Well, one of the things is, you know, one of the things that you had said earlier is that, you know, let's, let's we can reach, uh, let's, let's just, we're, we're already, let's, let's, let's agree that we don't want open the floodgates. Right. Let's agree to we that. Can't, that can't be a solution. That cannot be it. No. So now, where do we go from here? Right. You know, I mean, what do we do? Let's, we're all, we're, we're agreed. We're not going to open the floodgates, although many of uh, people want to. 
Yeah, uh, well, that's the, that's the left solution. Yeah, I mean, let's just let them all in. Yeah. That's all you got to do is just let them all in. I mean, we see how well it's gone, right? This is It's gone really well. Gone We're letting in great. all really great people, great. not committing crimes, not separating up families at all. That's that's great. Right. So now what? Yeah. Now, now let's talk about maybe some yeah. real solutions. Let's get into uh, what Ted Cruz is proposing and uh, some other some other congressmen when we come back. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. On the Blaze Radio Network. Sarah Gonzalez filling in for Pat Gray here with Jeffy Fisher. And we're talking about the issue going on at the border and how. Wait, there's an issue at the border? (laughs) Something's going on down there? Yeah. If you're living under a rock, you may not know uh, that Trump is in hot water for enforcing the law, right? And so, you know, we're supposed to believe that Trump is this heartless, terrible, mean-spirited, mostly racist, though, person. Right. Absolutely. He just doesn't like the brown people. Period. Right. Period. But I ran across a picture last night uh, making the rounds that reminded me that, wait, it, it wasn't just Donald Trump that's this hated, racist person? Mm-hmm. And uh, if you uh, put it, if you're watching on Blaze Television, you'll see the crowd uh, carrying the sign that uh, reminds us all uh, that says, uh, Obama, don't take me away from my mommy. And uh, I thought, oh. amen. Amen. Oh, Obama. It just, uh, yes. It just, uh, I know that we're. Are you uh, sure you didn't see it? You, see, you saw it incorrectly and it actually said Trump. <laughs> right? It's very That's possible. What it's very possible that was the case. <laughs> I just found it. You know, look, we're gonna we're we're working. You know, as we as we move along for us, we work along. Is. On, there it is. Uh, we move along on uh, wow. a solution. A solution. How but could you? Just, just remember that it when Obama. you hear Trump, Trump, Trump. You know, uh, as we played earlier, clips from uh, former presidents, mm-hmm. uh, Bill Clinton and uh, Barack Obama himself, uh, telling us uh, how they felt about immigration, which was I don't know, just as bad as Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they're, you know, they aren't, uh, their their hands aren't clean on all of this either. They're not walking on clouds. Wow. Uh, so that's just a, re- just a reminder. Yeah. That's all, just a reminder. I know we need to work to our solution. I yes. get it. Yes. I get it. We do. We, we do. Need it. We need something. Look, literally, no joke, something has to be done. Yes. Right? I get it. But yeah. we've already agreed that the end game, we're all going to agree on let's not open the floodgates. I know we're not all. We're not all, all going to agree, agree on, agree that, on that. That's the problem. That's the problem. Uh, well, I would say I would say the majority of the United States citizens will agree we're not opening the floodgates. Uh, yes. Well, I mean that's why Trump got elected. That's a huge reason Thank why you. Trump got elected. Yeah, absolutely. Is because they were tired of being told we're supposed to just let everyone in. There you you go. see what's happening in you know uh, Europe. 
You see what's happening with all, you know, even the, the, they're the refugees. they're already trying to back out of it in Europe. Yeah. I mean, every because day you're seeing still, such well, an increase decided in violent gonna... crime, in sex crimes, Thank in you. all of those things. And America decided we don't want that to be us. And that's why, in part, we elected President Trump because he he's told us he was going to secure our borders. So because he's enforcing the law, he's not the bad guy here. It is the law. And Secretary Nielsen made a great point about, you know, it this if you guys want to change this, you guys change it. She said surely it is the beginning of the unraveling of democracy when the body who makes the laws instead of changing them tells the enforcement body not to enforce the law. Well, I mean, look, the fir- first a uh, couple things uh, we're not a democracy. Second, uh, I don't know. If, I don't know. If Secretary uh, Nielsen knows that, but perhaps someone should point that out to her. Uh, she's the head of. But the, still, the body who makes the laws. Got, hey, well, that's that was the that was. You make the, the law and then tell me not to enforce it. How much sense does that make? Trademark of the Obama administration. Mm-hmm. Just look the other way. Right. right. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. We know that's the law, but don't worry about it. Right. Just look at it. Don't uh, ca- we don't I, care about I'm, that. I'm just going to write you a little memo. That's it it's, it's just a little excuse right. note. Get out of class. Excuse Thank note. That doctor's was their note. Trademark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They did it forever. Yeah. Every time you turn around. Yeah. So I I won't hear of it. That yeah. Is, that's a Trump issue. Right. So she said I ask I ask Congress to act this week so that we can secure our borders and uphold our humanitarian ideas. Okay. So great, Congress. Let's do something. Uh, and then. You're speaking to the inept Congress that's in office now, is that right? The do nothing, yes, the do nothing Congress I'm asking to actually do something, yes. Okay, I know that's a separate story, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Uh, Press Secretary Sarah Sanders said, thankfully, that Trump would reject any attempt to end the separation of families that isn't part of a broader immigration reform. She said, we want to fix the whole thing, not just tinker with part of it. Duh. (laughs) Duh. Okay, so Congress... Let's all agree, you know, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, all of you people on the left, if you want to say it's wrong now, okay, good. You should have been there back when Barack Obama was doing it, but that's fine. That's fine. If you finally have come around to the idea that it's wrong, great. Let's come to the table. Ted Cruz has introduced new legislation that I would I would love to get your thoughts on. But um, I want to bring up and I want to hear, you know, we want to hear from the audience as well. So remember to be tweeting uh, using hashtag put that in your pipe. Ted Cruz said all Americans are rightly horrified by the images we're seeing on the news. Children in tears pulled away from their mothers and fathers. I don't love the way he dramatized that, but that's fine. Well, look, Ted's been on this for a while now. He's, I mean, he yes. was with, look, he went with us with, uh, yes, down with Glenn, to McAllen yes. in, uh, you know, three or four years ago. Yes. So, I mean, it's this something is not, new This is to not him. a partisan thing that he's playing. Correct. He is not playing a political game Correct. here. He said, this must stop now. We can end this crisis by passing the legislation I'm introducing this week. Now, it, what it does is it doubles the number of federal immigration judges from about 375 to 750. It authorizes, it authorizes new temporary shelters with accommodations to keep families together. It mandates that immigrant families be kept together, absent aggravated criminal conduct or threat of harm to children, of course. 
Well, that's one of the... Go ahead. And it provides for expedited processing and review of asylum cases so that within 14 days, two weeks, those who actually meet the legal standards will be granted asylum and those who don't will be immediately returned to their home countries. And you're going to get that with, you know, as you... uh, uh, as you uh, add to the judges, right? With, you're going to double the number of judges, which is going to expedite a lot of exactly. cases. Exactly, exactly. Because that's part of the that backlog issue. That is part issue. of, yes. Right. Now, to be fair, uh, we also need to make sure, and, and, I, and, I, and I get it, but we need to make sure that the people that are claiming to be families are mm-hmm. families. Yeah, because the left, the left wants no proof of that. I don't have a plan to do that. Right, right. Because I don't know how you do that. Right. And, and be, I mean, I do know how you do that. I don't know how you do that and be right every time. Yeah. Because many of these children are being used, which Mm -hmm. is why we started separating them to begin with, Mm -hmm. because they're being used as as a decoy to bring families because they know we're allowing the families in. Right. I mean, agonizing. Well, yeah. And I mean, if, if we're saying that we are doing this because we care about the children... Well, you always care about the children. We you need to care about the children. My gosh, we so need to we need to care about the children enough to make sure that this is their actual family. Do we care about the children enough to make sure that they're not being trafficked for sex? I would like to believe that we, that we do. Yes, I would like to. Be, I would like, to believe, I would like well. to believe that the left can agree that we need to figure out how to do that. I would like to believe that these children are being sent uh, with their mother and father, with their families, with their mother, and not one of their parents uh, back home still working for the cartel, waiting for them to uh, get across to the border so that we can, you know, they're, all re- they're already in with the deal. Once they get into the States, mm-hmm. then it's, uh, yep. you need to do us a favor now yeah, and keep doing it. Uh, and then, I, I mean, I will say... I'm I'm great with this. I think this is great. It's I, absolutely a start. I no think, question. Yes, I think that we absolutely need to have this discussion and about it's this better legislation. Than where we're at now, right? It's better than where we're at now, and I don't know why we haven't doubled. I mean, not doubled, but I don't know why we haven't increased the number of federal immigration judges absolutely. already. Because I mean, that was part of the problem. And you know, when Trump was it's possible that we had though, right? Didn't we? Didn't we send? Uh, maybe that was the San Diego and the caravan. Uh, judges, but I thought we did send more judges uh, when the caravan was when the caravan was supposed to come when the threat of the caravan was when they were uh, severe border. Yeah, that might have been the states, not the feds. But I know that there were there was there was an an increase increase in judges. Yes, that doesn't necessarily make you know what might not have been full time. Mm -hmm. If you're a judge, right? Well, looks like I'm done, (laughs) and you're headed back home. I mean, I, I just you know. When Trump was campaigning and he kept saying, you know, within a year or whatever the the number was that he used, but it was a very small amount of time. He said, we're going to get everyone out. We're going to deport them. We're going to make them leave. And, you know, at the time, people are thinking, this is great. Let's do this. I'm tired of all these illegal immigrants in the country. They, you know, they deserve to be sent back. Not to mention, it's not fair for the people who are actually trying to do it the right way. Let's do this. This is a great plan. And I said then, it's not possible. It's a, it's a great idea saying it, that this let's, let's have this happen, is a great idea. But on paper, 
And logically speaking, you can't that can't happen because of the amount of federal immigration judges there are versus the amount of people we're supposed to deport. And everyone has, you know, a right to a hearing on that. I mean, we can't just round someone up. You know, how do you you just round them up because what they're they're dark skinned, you know, brown skinned and they have a last name Gonzalez and you put them on a van and ship them off to the border and dump them off. I mean, they have to have a hearing, you know, and they get the chance to prove that they belong here. And if they don't, then we ship them off. So, um, you know, I think I think from the beginning that's been a problem is that if we're going to crack down on illegal immigration and deportation, we need to make sure that we have the immigration judges in place ready to hear all of these cases so that it doesn't get bogged down. So, I mean, that thing, you know, we should have done this first step a while ago. No uh, question. And and according, and I, I, I remember correctly, Sessions did send judges and attorneys okay. to meet with the caravan. With the caravan. But uh, there were, he sent, he, he sent uh, an additional 35 okay. uh, yes. uh, attorneys and 18 judges, which he, at that time, was a 50% increase. So we're still been gradually increasing because Ted Cruz is saying that uh, he wants uh 750 right right and and that's supposed to double them yeah so i mean that's we have been increasing them gradually well clearly uh, not enough clearly (laughs) clearly but and it's a slow and it's obviously a a very slow and tedious process that needs to be made faster which is why ted is saying let's jump this thing up yeah but uh so we while it does seem to be too little uh, hopefully not too late uh they are they we have been doing it yeah. Uh, and so uh, the other parts of this legislation. OK, great. Authorize new temporary shelters with accommodation to keep families, to, families together. That's great. OK, great. I mean, it, if we're not as long as we're not. Letting them cross the border with the promise that, you know, hey, let me give you a handshake. Do you promise that you're going to meet us at this hearing <laughs> in a few months? Because I just I really need your word. I don't know who you are and you don't even speak English. But can you just nod? Yes, absolutely. Just just nod. Just nod. Yes. Wink once for yes. If you're going to make sure to come to your court hearing, I'm just going to I'm going to take you at your wink. I mean, obviously, that's not <laughs> that's not a thing we can do. But if you want to keep no, families I, together, that's fine. I have a feeling someone will tweet that they're happy you're going to take them at their wink. <laughs> but that's just an aside message from me. It's, if we yeah. were on Doc Show, we'd be ringing the bell right now. <laughs> no, bell. <laughs> no, bell. no bell. Jeffy's really yeah, no happy bell. about no that. <laughs> uh, all right. So have we, is that the, is that uh, the solution? I, Are we done? We I, just... Well, I mean, we add that's what we have. That's what we have to talk about. That that's that's what we that's what we have to discuss. And I think that there's room to build upon that. John Cornyn, by the way, uh, said that he was going to introduce legislation as well that uh, you know improved the immigration court process for um, unaccompanied children. So he's just not going to go with Ted. I guess. Douche. I know. Everyone wants to be the one to have their name on it first, I guess. John, uh, stop it. Well, yeah, and I, I think that it's interesting that he brings up while improving the immigration court process for unaccompanied children. Because that does, it, I would like uh, to note. Well, right. But also, um, a lot of these children are, they're here by themselves. You know, they don't have, they're not right. being separated right. from their parents. Right. They're already they're separated. Already, yeah, their parents already separated from them. And said, go to the border, honey. Good luck to you. 
Yeah, I mean, that's the one I was talking Here's about earlier kiss. about the one child on. running around. They were Let's trying go. to make such a big deal about running around. We're separating his child. He's calling for his aunt. He's calling. Yeah, he was calling for his aunt because that's what his parents told the child to do when he crossed the border. Right. Call for your aunt and they'll contact her and she'll come and get you. Right. So the majority of these children are already, they're already separate from their families. Their families have already chosen to do that. So we're not ripping them away and sticking them in some internment camp where they're doing hard labor. I mean, unless you call playing video games hard labor. Sorry. I don't know. Maybe that's hard labor these days. You get some kind of carpal tunnel, right? That's true. That's true. That is a problem these days. So we'll see what happens with it. I, I, but I hope think it's there's a, a, we need to make some decisions. There's no question about it. Yeah. And and look, one thing I think that President Trump uh, is good at is at least saying that's the law. That's what we're doing. Right. And, uh, you know, tough. Right. Well, and also, uh, this is what I was elected to do. I hope he remembers that. And I mean, we still don't that's have what, we, what I, I'm going to do. I know that uh, he was also elected because he was going to build a wall. And uh, by the way, I'm not blinded by that wall yet. Uh, just letting you know. Uh, it's still the same little fence that was there before. Oh. Just a reminder. Yeah. That's, all, that's all I'm doing. Just, just, a re- reminder. just a little helpful reminder, President Trump, that still the same fence there that was before. Well, I know that's he does listen to this show, so oh. he'll, he'll hear listen, that. Listen, so. uh, look, I, look. Shout out. Before I may have called you down, and it was just a joke, Mr. President. <laughs> okay. Mr. President, uh, I, I was just a, just a friendly reminder. You know, I can still see no oh, new wall. If you turn on the news, it's really easy to get sucked into defending your side. I think that ties in with what we were just talking about. You get sucked into defending your side, and you forget the actual founding principles that we're supposed to be protecting first. Even if they don't, I don't know, help you win an argument. Uh, so there is this book out by Michael S. Law called The Founder's Revolution. And it is really, truly remarkable. In this book, you will rediscover the forgotten history of how the Declaration of Independence came into being and the principles that form its foundation. Uh, everything in the book is from the original source documents and in the words of the founding fathers. So you can gain insight into every charge the founders made in the declaration, what they intended America to become. It may not be what you've been told and what their vision was as it relates to the proper role of government. So if you want to order this, you really need to read it. You can go to your computer right now, type in www.thefoundersrevolutionbook.com, pick up your copy on Amazon. The book has five stars, so you know it's good. It really is a great read. You need to pick it up now. It's thefoundersrevolutionbook.com. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to Pat Gray Unleashed. Sarah and Jeffy filling in for Pat. Uh, you can tweet us using the hashtag put that in your pipe. And you can also call us 888-900-3393. Got a tweet from uh, Stephen Collins. He said, zero tolerance is too tough. How about we go to 50-50 policy? When you're caught, you flip a coin. Heads, you're in. Tails, you're out. I'm Seems in. fair. I'm in. <laughs> That's what 
could possibly go wrong. I mean, it's it, that is I foolproof. Would, you know, we might we might be better off. <laughs> we might be better off with the coin toss. I mean, or not. Uh, Brent out of shape said, obviously Trump ran a great campaign, but I contend he should have spent the first two months of his campaign when he was heavily focused on immigration, directly plagiarizing Clinton and Obama on the issue. Agree. Yeah. I mean, and and at least making sure that everyone knew this is what the guys before me have been saying and they were Democrats. So this really shouldn't be a problem, guys. This isn't any new rhetoric. And look, many look. We talked a, a little bit about uh, the great Congress that we have right now. Mm, uh, yes, the inept, oh, man, do nothing Congress. They are and, on uh, it. I mean, we we talked good. at length this past year uh, that they could do so much because Donald Trump just wants to sign it and say it is a done deal. Mm-hmm. This is good for America. We're done. I've signed it. This is what we've got. I'm happy that Congress is working together. And here we go. And they could pass anything. And yet they've done nothing. Yeah. It's absolutely agonizing. And, and I'm you, tired of saying agonizing because it just is. I, and I don't, it's like, I don't want this to happen, but I actually believe, I mean, they, they, they deserve to have a beating Absolutely. In the midterms. I mean, I'm not saying I hope it happens. I don't think they will. I'm not saying I hope it happens. I'm not saying it will happen. I'm saying they have done such a poor job. They deserve to be voted out. I agree with that. However, there's, I I honestly, I don't think they will. No, no, no. Because I think they've, I think we've, I think they've, I don't know if they've actually, I don't know if jumping the shark is the term, but they have gone so far to beat up Trump, the uh, the opposition. Uh-huh. That, and that that's, yep. You're like, that's their, that's the Republicans already. saving grace. The yeah. Republicans saving grace. They have done nothing. The only reason they might stay in office is because the left has gone so it's, crazy, it's, unhinged. It's, it's more inept. Trump derangement syndrome. <laughs> yes, 110 exactly. million percent. Yes, That would be the 100%. only saving grace that yes. they have. And I think they have that. Yeah. I really do. I, I believe they have that. Yeah. I don't know that anything comes out that loses that for them yet. I mean, it'd have to be pretty big. Did you hear what uh, Ann Coulter said? I did, as a matter of fact, and, and we, we uh, you, the audience should hear it and then realize where Ann Coulter is in today's world. And I would also say one other thing, these child actors weeping and crying on all the other networks 24-7 right now. Um, do not fall child for it, Mr. President. Um, I get very nervous about the president getting well, his news from TV because... Um, I, I also have an Adios America in New York. A New Yorker I don't know article, New Yorker is not a conservative okay. publication. They describe so I told you how we wouldn't these get kids, <laughs> told you. these kids are being I'm coached. so sorry, we They're have to go. They're given scripts to read yeah, by know. liberals, according to the New Yorker. According don't well, fall for the uh, actor well, children. That's, don't I mean, fall for the New Yorker. How many um, journalistic prizes have they won, the New Yorker? A lot. Have they? And Oh, and uh, I was, I know that I, I haven't spent a lot of time. Uh, when watching, I go for a good source, uh, I go to the New Yorker. Watching uh, Fox News, uh, whatever the heck that show was, uh, with Steve Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> I really I can't remember what the name mm. of the show was now. But it, that uh, one Fox yeah, show? Yeah, I mean, she, A, she's, re- reg- she's gone to that show mm. and Coulter. I mean, 
She started going off the deep end when, I mean, that was her deal. Uh, the border and immigration was her deal. She wrote a book on it. That's why she wanted President Trump. That's why she wanted Donald Trump to be president. That was what she was all about. Nothing else mattered. I believe a quote was her, they could have abortions on the White House lawn <laughs> as long as there was a wall and we stopped the immigration. I'm, I'm almost, I, I think that is a quote from her. And now she's talking about the, you know, don't, they're child actors and don't fall for it. And it's unbelievable. Uh, and I, I don't know if she should up or lower the meds, but unbelievable. One or the other. Unbelievable. Shame on her. One or the other. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. We're doing it live here. Sarah Just Gonzalez. Do it live. We're doing it live, people. Sarah Gonzalez and Jeff Fisher in for Pat Gray and Keith. Uh, Pat is on vacation. And, oh, I think we have an update oh, Keith on gets Keith. His elbow Keith had surgery. I had no idea he was having surgery until afterward. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah he hurt his elbow a long time ago. He's been whining about his stupid elbow forever so <laughs> look there he is and all i know please is send vodka I've got, he says uh, uh, in his little sling i've uh is vodka that vodka is really your choice keith uh, yeah i mean if you had to pick i well, i didn't picture him as a vodka guy no you're right i would have said right. like bourbon maybe keith, uh, yeah just some kind of whiskey smirnoff Smirnoff Ice. So there is a report that, you know, Donald Trump has been talking for a long time about wanting to withdraw from the UN Human Human Rights Council. And apparently they are making the announcement today. Looks, I mean, they were, this has been, you know, reported on as an eminent withdrawal. Yes. uh, For four or five days, something like that, breaking. And not uh, a question of if, but when. Correct. Yes. And now uh, it looks like today is the win. Yeah. Uh, to get rid of uh, the UN Human Rights Council, uh, we're going to uh, withdraw from it as the United States. I would, I would like to, uh, I would like to say, how about we withdraw from the entire UN? Mm-hmm. How about we say, guys, look at the time. <laughs> uh, man, I, uh, you know, we're going to have to call it quits on this. You yeah. guys are going to, you know what? You got a month. Yeah. Pack up your crap and get because out. Because it's pointless. At this, you got a month, and then I'm going to turn this into juncture. another Trump hotel. Talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just have a nice goodbye. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you there. Uh, can we? I, I have to. Okay. I have to say, it's a really good day for me oh, when Chris Pratt gives me a reason <laughs> to talk about him. <laughs> On radio. It's a really good day for me because oh, Chris Pratt. I love are you, him. Do you love Chris? I love him. Ugh. I love him. He's so dreamy. Uh, but 
He received an award for, it was an MTV award. Yes. And at this award show, he had a really, really interesting speech, if we could play that. Number six, God is real. God loves you. God wants the best for you. Believe that. Wait, you gave the list of that rules of Chris Pratt. Do we, yeah. Do we have the, uh, the the whole speech where he gives his whole list? Yeah. Okay, let's try to find that. So, because he gives the nine rules of Chris Pratt on yes. life. Yes. And I mean, his rules are, are, are some of them very serious, some of them on a lighter side, uh, but they, they were all in there. are ways to live your life and yeah. have a better life and how to treat people. And I don't want to spoil it because no. I want Chris to be the one to tell you his rules yeah. uh, from the MTV Awards. And he's been taking a lot of heat for it. Well, th- we can save it then. Uh, I'm fine. We, if, if it takes them a little while to get to it, I'm happy to. Uh, I'm happy to remind uh, everyone about the. Uh, you know, uh, let's not forget that he got in trouble. Well, I say in trouble. He was questioned, questioned a while ago when uh, he tweeted uh, prayers for Kevin Smith, uh, who had a heart attack. Uh, the cart, you know, the mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, yes. comic book cartoonist yes. and uh, uh, TV star, and uh, he had tweeted, uh, "Praying for you, I will continue. Uh, you inspired me with Clerks when I was a senior. I'm tagging." And he talked about prayer uh, for Kevin. He took a lot of hit about uh, Chris Pratt saying, uh, "You know, prayers work." And uh, we don't know each other, but I have loved you since. I'm praying my my ass off for you because I believe in the healing power of prayer. Can you please pray with me, people? He asked people to pray for Kevin Smith, and he took a little bit of a hit for that. That is terrible. I mean, Chris, come on. Thank you. You should be wishing him ill. How much do you like him him now? How much do you like him now? I love him. That's what I thought. Such a dreamboat. I think we do have that audio now. So I'm just saying that this this is something that he's actually uh, uh, been promoting Mm -hmm. about his life Mm -hmm. and how he feels about things for a while now. But coming before MTV, 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 coming before MTV, of all places, and uh, saying uh, what he, what you're about to hear on uh, his uh, nine rules of life, uh, because he got the uh, Generation Award from MTV. Uh, just to, you know, this is there an award we can create to get Chris Pratt here? I mean, I'll create any an award, award you. I will. I will move the mountains Blaze to create an award. award. Yes. Chris Pratt, ladies please, and gentlemen. Chris Pratt, come accept this award. At the Blaze, at the Blaze headquarters, please. I will be happy to give it to you. All right. This being the Generation Award, I'm going to I'm going to cut to the chase and I'm going to speak to you, the next mm-hmm. generation. Okay. I accept the responsibility as your elder. So, he does listen up. <sighs> this is what I call oh, nine rules so from Chris me. Pratt, Generation Award winner. <laughs> Number one, breathe. See. If you don't, you'll suffocate. Ha ha ha. Number See, two. Funny. You have a soul. Be careful with it. What? Number three. Where did... Don't be a turd. <laughs> I mean, clearly. If you're strong, you, be Jeffy. a protector. And if you're smart, be a humble influencer. Strength and intelligence can be weapons and do not wield them against the weak. That makes you a bully. Be bigger than that. Mm. Okay, we're loving it. I am so Number in love four, right now. We're loving it. When giving a dog medicine, put the medicine in a little piece of hamburger, they won't even know they're eating medicine. <laughs> I mean, that's a fact. 
Number five. It is good advice. Doesn't matter what it is, earn it. Oh, I love oh, that. Yeah. A good deed, yeah. reach out There's to someone in pain, claps for be that, of though. service, it, it feels good, it's good for the soul. Uh, uh, soul? Number six. Mm -hmm. like God that. is real. Uh. God loves you. Oh, wait. What? God mm. wants the best for you. Ooh. Believe that. Down They're like, I do. Wait. No, wait, what? There's some cheers. I'm surprised. Number seven. No, but... If you have to poop at a party, <laughs> but you're embarrassed because you're going to stink up the bathroom, just do what I do. Oh, Lock the door. Sit See, down. Get all the pee out first. Okay? <laughs> and then once all the pee's done, poop flush. Boom. You minimize the amount of time that the poop is touching the air. <laughs> Because if you poop first, <laughs> it takes you longer to pee, and then you're peeing on top of it, stirring it up. The poop particles create a cloud, goes out, and then everyone in the party will know that you pooped. Just, tr just trust me, it's that, science. That is incorrect. Anyway, and we're going to be Number talking eight. about that in a moment. <laughs> Learn to pray. Of course we are. It's easy, and it's so good for your soul. Learn to pray. Learn finally, to pray. Number nine, nobody is perfect. People are going to tell you you're perfect just the way you are. You're not. You oh, are, Chris. Wait. You are you Chris. You what? always will be, but there is a powerful force that designed you that way. Oh. And if you're willing to accept that, you will have grace. And grace is a gift. And like the freedom that we enjoy in this country, that grace was paid for with somebody else's blood. What? Do not forget it. Wow. Don't take it for granted. I mean, uh, God bless you. Please get home safely. He's, uh, Chris Pratt preaching <sighs> on TV. Can I faint in right the beginning, now? In the very beginning, he talked uh, He talked about uh, his family growing up and how much he loved his family, and uh, they didn't have a pot to pee in, mm -hmm. and, uh, but they were always laughing and have a good time, and he said they still do. Mm -hmm. And uh, yet they are fortunate for uh, you know his success and whatever other successes his family has, has had happened for them uh, since then. And uh, I, I also enjoyed it. You missed where he talked about where uh, he was standing straight up there at the podium, mm -hmm. and his original line was... Uh, can you hear me? Because I don't want to bend down. <laughs> I don't want to bend down into the microphone. I'm going to stand up straight and talk to you here. So he was preaching. Yes. He was definitely preaching. Yes. Yes. Um, when we talked about uh, there is a God. Uh, God is real. God loves you. God wants the best for you. Big applause. God is real. God yeah. loves you. It's a little, little, little less. Uh, God wants the best down. for you. Ooh, okay, slow down. Ooh, we're, believe we're that. Done. Believe that. Silence. I do. Okay. Next. Yeah. Move on. Then he went to the poop. He, well, do you seven. notice he broke up all of the God and the praying and the God stuff with the, he went from God to poop back to God. Just right. to, just right, to right, break right, up right. the monotony, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you got to keep these M MTV audience members yes, on their you toes. Yes, They're a little uneasy. The, the way you do that, you break up the God with the, with the poop. And he was, you know, they, they, he made them a little uneasy yeah. uh, with it. It was really, it was really fascinating to watch um, and listen to. Yeah. The, uh, it, it, you know. I joke about number seven because really that's, I mean, clearly he's saying that his way is science and that's not really true. Okay. Um, if, I, you, I, I, if, I, you, if you have to uh, do that, I mean, some of what he says is true. Okay. You know, you, you know, obviously you're going to lock the door in the bathroom. You're going to do that anyway. Yes. Right. But when you sit down. I'm about to get advice I never asked for. From you obviously, oh, you obviously want to take care of business first and okay. have the courtesy flush and then. With when you when you pee and finish it off, that will disseminate some of the smell, so it doesn't. So the so the order is flipped. Correct. You gotta you I get mean, the poop out first, and then you flush. Then flush, courtesy flush, real along quick. With, along with real quick, and you can still continue to to uh, urinate. Okay. Because you know, 
the water will fill back up and you can flush it. You're going to flush it again anyway. Who? <laughs> I'm mean, completely this, this wrong. Is... I don't know why. I don't know where he got that from. I mean, <laughs> I'd like to talk to him about it, actually. Uh, I mean, for the rest of the stuff, yeah, blah, 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 God, pray, yeah, yeah, yeah. But get it right with the whole party thing. Uh, well, I, you know what? <laughs> if Chris Pratt says that's the way you poop at a party, that's the way you poop at a party. Gosh See, darn it. That's the problem. That's the problem. I, well, Nobody wants to question him. No. I'm not. Um, I, I actually, I, I actually think this is, uh, you know, this is good. However, uh, I will say, be careful. Why? Be careful, because he's still Hollywood. So he's still Hollywood. That's not, that, that doesn't he's still, mean that something is going to happen. No, he's going to say something, no, and everybody's. No. He's going to say something. He's going to come out today. He's going to come out tomorrow and say, "We yes, God doesn't want to separate families at the border, and God and Trump, and so he's going to say something, and you're going to be all freaked out because you were all having your arms around him today I over wish. his MTV speech. I can feel it." Well, I can feel it. And don't forget, he's now has been seen dating uh, Schwarzenegger's what? daughter. What? He's dating? It, it's not, it's not oh, serious. Oh, no. It's not serious. Okay. All right. Good. He just needs somebody to hold on to once in a while. The, uh, <laughs> it, well, you know you know that. The, uh, <laughs> he, he, uh, he was seen dating uh, Schwarzenegger's daughter, right? So, I mean, Arnie isn't, uh, you know, he's not listening to uh, the uh, the... The Republicans, he's listened to Arnie. Mm. Uh, listen to the conservatives. Until that happens, until that happens, okay. I'm not going to believe it. I, I, I do, I do uh, want to really quickly say also that uh, this speech, you know, he made a, he was very careful uh, to make sure to put all of these different, at, you know, you have a soul, be careful with it. God is real. God loves right. you. Learn to pray. Uh, you know, there's a powerful force that designed you that way. I mean, that was really the entirety of his speech. Yes, and I joked, about, yes, uh, I joked about separating the God from uh, the poo. Uh, but, but really, no, he, that's, what he, he did. that's what he did. He wanted funny, to insert some funny, humor. We build God. Yeah, we go to and he funny, wanted to make sure to that that was the basis well, of his speech. Absolutely. The whole thing was him preaching. Absolutely. Good, good morning, America. Didn't say a word about it. Didn't say a word about God. They they joked about the poop. They played the poop stuff. Oh my God! Didn't say a word about it. You've got Cosmo? to be kidding. No, Cosmo. Uh, didn't say a word about I, it. I, I don't a know why that surprises me. A bunch of these outlets are like, yeah, Chris Pratt, look at this hilarious speech he gave. And they're playing well, the other clips. Dog, they're playing the dogs. Put it in the yep. hamburger. They're playing the dog medicine and they're playing the, the poop. Uh, Advice, right, 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 and, and not right. any of the other, any breathe. of the other. Breathe. How disingenuous. He started out breathe. If you don't, you'll suffocate. And he gave us eight other rules. Chris Pratt. Thank yeah, you. right, right, exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, this crazy, crazy, outlandish Chris Pratt yeah, talking so about funny. poop on MTV <laughs> stage. That's so hilarious. No, that's not what he wanted you guys to cover. That not at all. But thank you for showing your true colors once not again, at all. once again. And I and I am uh, you know reminded by uh, uh, I know that. Uh, uh, the Blaze had uh, tweeted out uh, Chris Pratt's uh, advice for young people. God is real and you should learn to pray. But uh, Mr. Uh, Waterboat, uh, at Mr. Waterboat 43, uh, commented, uh, no one cares what entitled Hollywood has to say about anything. Oh, wait, he shares my worldview? Never mind. <laughs> so that's, I, I agree. That's what that's my point, point is. I agree with you, Mr. Waterboat. Just easy. I like it, and I gave you the backstory in February when he was praying for for Kevin Smith, and, I, and it was all good. And he took a little bit of heat for that, and he's still preaching the same stuff. I got it. I'm glad to hear it. I love it. I I like him. He's I mean he's been great. He's 
He's locked into some franchise films that are going to be good till the end of time. His family will not have to worry about a pot to pee in for quite some time. I promise you. But just be careful. He's still Hollywood. Still Hollywood. Okay. Well, uh, if I ever meet him, I'll I will uh, I'll be careful. I'm I'm still working on that though. Oh, I still go out with him. I mean, I'm still glad. I'm, I'm glad we can agree on that. Have, we've got to reach a point where we can agree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we absolutely agree on speaking that. of, you know, I mean, like I'm, I'm trying to look good for Chris Pratt. I need to make sure that I keep the weight off. Right. And when you get to be my age, unfortunately, after you, uh, after you hit that 30 mark, your metabolism just dive bombs. It's so hard to was keep it, the weight was it off. The 30 mark? To lose. It was the 30 mark. I forgot to mark that down. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, so you you missed it just by a couple years. Sorry, but I have something for you. So if you want to lose the extra pounds, uh, this is where Ridiazone comes in. So Ridiazone it takes the uh, the good stuff in olive oil, that molecule, and it basically puts it in pill form. And it not only does it uh, help control your cravings, but it also boosts your metabolism. So you feel full, you know, after you've eaten a healthy meal, you don't feel the need to go and overeat as most Americans do. And you get that uh, metabolism boost and it's safe, natural, FDA acknowledged. So if you have hit that age like I have where nothing seems to work and you also are looking at trying to court Chris Pratt, you really need to try Ridiazone. So order today at Ridiazone.com. Enter promo code PAT and you can get 30% off a three-month supply. That's Ridiazone.com. Promo code PAT for 30% off a three-month supply. Be like me and uh, court Chris Pratt. Make sure that it happens with Ridiazone.com. Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Do it. Don't, don't do it. Don't be telling me. me. I knew Jeff that this is over here yelling at people. Reported, reported to someone else, and somebody's trying to tell me there's a chain of command that is not the chain of command, and well, I won't hear of it. You don't need to be I banging the table. Don't. Hey. Don't. Settle well, down. Pat Gray, welcome to Pat Gray Unleashed. <laughs> Sarah uh, Gonzalez, everyone. Yeah. Well, okay. So I'm going to put Jeffy in a timeout. And uh, just kidding, Jeffy. I want to talk That's about. The first time I've been in a timeout. No. <laughs> so. Jeffy's in a timeout every day of his life. Jeffy, do you know of uh, Desmond is amazing? I love Desmond. Do you? I really do. His parents have really pushed him. Uh, this is the guy I'm thinking of. It, yes. Uh, the kid. Desmond. Right? He's like, yes. He's Desmond. Like Eleven or twelve he's, now. He's he a was, ten-year-old. Okay. He's a ten-year-old drag kid. Yeah, because it, it, he's, he's been. His parents have been uh, promoting his talent mm-hmm. uh, for about <laughs> four or five years. For about four or five years now. I'm sorry. I mean, he's been around <clears> for quite a while. You said talent. Uh, promoting his talent. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. He performs. Desmond performs. They take him to clubs. He, he does. performs at, at, There's a couple of clubs that he performs at in New York. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of clubs he, forms, he performs at in Montreal, I think, and maybe Toronto. Uh, he's traveling his parents. Uh, if this is the kid I'm thinking of, 
right? Well, he sings can... and dances. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we uh, have a we have a clip of his Today yeah. interview. Let's okay. take a look and you can see. You've heard of drag queens. Oh, yes. Well, Desmond is a self-described drag kid. When this wow. Brooklyn fifth grader isn't in school, he's doing photo shoots and runway shows. He's already been profiled in Vogue and Look even has makeup. his own drag name. Desmond is amazing. He's so pretty good at walking the runway. Definitely. Why do you think you're so good at it? Natural born talent. Natural we met up town. with Desmond and his parents at the Fluid Project, a gender-neutral retail store in New York City. In the contrast to their son, retail. Wendy this and Andrew Napolis say they couldn't oh, be good, more, more mainstream. They say Desmond was born to have an audience. Good, good. Yes, he's only 10, but Desmond says he knows exactly who he is and is very oh. open about it. Yeah. Desmond, are you transgender? No. Do you identify as gay, though? Uh-huh. Yes, yeah. think about it. When did you it. come out? Ever since I was born? Oh, you can tell by the look on his face. After years of dressing up at home, a video of him at New York's 2015 Gay Pride Parade went viral. That's when he told his parents he wanted to make drag a career. So they consulted a therapist. The advice? Don't encourage his behavior, but don't discourage it either. There are people who would say to that, he's only 10. Wait a while. Wait for what? (laughs) Yeah. Mozart first touched oh. the piano when he was three. I think that there are talented children, and if you see that talent and they want to do it, why not? Oh, my gosh. I can't even. Oh, it's hard to know where to start with that one. Okay. First of all, yeah. first of all, Desmond is amazing. Started watching RuPaul's Drag Race with his mommy when he was three. Okay. So don't tell me that this was just something that he just decided on his own with no outside influence. What the hell kind of parent exposes their child to RuPaul's Drag Race at three? At three, my son was just barely allowed to watch Sesame Street. I just didn't, I didn't like screen time. I don't do, I don't do a lot of screen time. Okay. Don't tell me this was somehow his choice. Well, it was just how he was born. He just, it's just, it's just him. it was just him. We're just letting it's him be him. It's always just been him. We're just letting him be him. Uh, and then you notice when they ask, do you identify as gay? Which, by the way, are, are you gay or are you not? You don't need to identify as gay. <laughs> right? Like, right. You, I mean, are you gay or are you not? Period. Well, right. He, There's no choice. Right. Yeah, That's no, he's born a, with it. He's either choice. born with it or he's not. That's well, what they said. Right. So if he's born with it, then he's gay. So he says he says that he is. But do you notice his hesitation when she asks him that question? He he hesitated and kind of nodded and was like, "Yeah." Um, this child has no idea what he's talking about. No. This child is, I. you know what? You want to talk about child abuse? We talked about child abuse at the beginning of the program. This is child abuse. This is child abuse. I'll go ahead and say it. It really is. And, you know, his parents wanting to talk about his mom made a comment. She compares what she's doing for Desmond. For Desmond is amazing. Sorry. To, yeah, Sorry. To uh, a mom whose son might be interested in football. Yeah, soccer, baseball. The parents would take him to events like football games. Or a girl who's interested in ballet. 
Her parents would take her to watch the ballet or to dance-related events. I mean, these events don't include pride parades where people are running around naked and they're wearing penis outfits and uh, everything like that. But hey, what are details? What are details, really? Silly. Yeah. It'll be silly. This is so maddening. This is so maddening. This is child abuse. It is not okay for this kid. I'm sorry, Jeffy, because I, I know you're a fan Desmond of is the amazing. drag kids. Desmond is amazing. You're, you're a fan of the drag kids. There's this one. This Desmond. Is we, we've, and, and so irresponsible. It, one of the things that I love is that they all the parents that uh, uh, are have children that they're allowing to be part of the cross-dress performing community. That um, is mental abuse. That it's, that it's like uh, pl- letting your kids play soccer or letting them play baseball. And it, it's fascinating to me. Because that There's exposes them one. to adult it's topics. Not, Desmond is amazing at school. There's another one from Canada that is a pretty big star. And there's another one that we celebrated a little while ago, the eight-year-old uh, Leticia. Right? The, the drag queen, the I, Leticia I, one. I didn't celebrate Leticia, actually. I didn't. Well, the, I missed that celebration. I mean, then we're going to have to play celebrate after the bottom of the hour because <laughs> with Leticia, because if you uh, liked Desmond, I didn't. You, if you <laughs> like Desmond, uh, you will love Leticia. Really? Oh man! Will I? Oh, you will. You'll rethink your parenting skills. I I'll tell you that I don't think One, I think that it'll make you rethink your parenting skills. I, I don't think that I will. No, you will. I, I cross my heart. No, hope to die. That's... You will rethink your parenting skills after watching the TV. Okay, we'll test that. I mean it. You, I, I mean that with you will. <laughs> you will. So believable. Oh yeah. Oh man, you will do it. <laughs> Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. On the Blaze Radio Network. No! No, Jeffy! No! Welcome back. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just showing uh, I'm showing Sarah a, a clip from uh, Latasha at uh, one of the drag shows. Uh, and uh, I, you know, she was saying that she wouldn't go to the show. I thought it was entertaining. You wouldn't go to a drag show, Sarah? No! I thought the show was entertaining. And can I just say, if I was forced to go, you couldn't force me to bring my child there because there's no way in hell I'm bringing my kid. Okay? Ever, I mean. Well, I don't we, know what kind brought, of fetishes they brought, they brought or whatever. Latisha. I don't know any fetish. Have. I just, I was just like, go to a show for an evening out. I mean, go to the okay. drag show. Okay, let me think about this. Evening out. Okay, movies? Okay. Live entertainment? Karaoke? I'm a big karaoke fan. Okay. Uh, live entertainment. Okay. A good like country band at a nice uh, outdoor venue. Or, you know, a drag show. No. Where they sing and dance and tell jokes. No. Or a drag show. Do they? Live entertainment. Uh, no. And you could, and at one point, I mean, if you're, if you think your child is, has enough talent, you can bring them and throw them up on stage, right? 
uh, no. <laughs> that is child abuse. That is child abuse. How is that not child so abuse? Bad. Is that not child abuse? This is uh, the Letitia one, and we'll have it for you in a little bit. Apparently, there's some sort of chain of custody that has to go along <laughs> with videos, and it's just, I just wanted to play the video for you. That's all, because she's so great. Well, and well, you've seen it here on The Blaze before. I remember playing it um, on one of the shows here on the network because she's just too darn good. Uh, yeah, I can't good. wait. I'm on the edge of my seat for that one, Jeffy. But she is absolutely, There's a. I know there's another one that's breaking through the scene right now that I saw a story on. Mm, can't that's wait. with, what's the other one? Uh, Donovan. Desmond is amazing. Desmond is amazing. And uh, uh, Letitia, Letitia. Lactata, lactasia, <laughs> whatever her name is. Well, She's, and then there's another one too that is breaking through the you know the stardom scene, which they're going to be huge. Yeah. Uh, while we are talking about the crumbling of society, let's talk about uh, <laughs> Prager. Wait, you. So, but they got started on. Uh, just one second, because the the you're no. talking about the crumbling of America, but yes, they got started on RuPaul's. Drag show, yeah. But there's also do you have you are you gonna let your kid watch the drag tots? Hell no. Wow. No. It's for adults anyway. I'm just teasing. I know it's not for kids. Okay. Oh no! I'm sure the left would say that they want their children to watch it so that they can be all inclusive and kind and compassionate. These parents would absolutely Uh. let their children watch it. But really, the show is for adults. So speaking speaking of the crumbling of society, yes. Uh, and the things going on that you just look at our country and say, what the heck is wrong with us? And how, f- oh, how the mighty has fallen. Prager you took to the streets and uh, went out and started asking people. They kind of wanted to find out, would people, just random people on the street, citizens of this country be able to, oh, I don't know, pass the citizenship test? And wow. here is what they found. This, this- will be amazing. What's yeah. up, guys? This is Will Witt with PragerU. Today, up, we're asking people on Hollywood Boulevard if they can answer questions on the U.S. citizenship test. What political party is the current president a part of? None. <laughs> that might She's be true. affiliated with Trump, Inc. Can you name one U.S. representative? <laughs> That's a good answer. No. Can you guys name a U.S. representative in Congress? No. Just one. Nope. What are the two parts of U.S. Nope. Congress? Two parts of Congress. Uh, oh my God. I don't know. What are the two parts of U.S. Congress? Trump. Uh, I don't know. Oh. I don't know that either. <laughs> what are the two parts of U.S. Congress? House of Representatives and the Senate. There Why are we there 13 go. stripes on the flag? The old one. Damn, I forget. Why are there 13 stripes on the U.S. flag? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Who's the current vice president? Uh, you know, the person you hate? Obama? Who Obama. is the current vice president? Joe Biden. Joe Biden. <laughs> Close. What's the longest river in America? Not sure. Nothing. I'm not even sure. The only, um, I'm going to go with a guess, Lake Michigan. <laughs> river. <laughs> it's a river. river. What are the three branches the of lake. government? Judicial, executive, I can't remember the last. Legislative. Legislative. Oh, she knew it. She knew it. <laughs> totally. Um, what are the three branches of government? Uh, judicial, legislative, and executive. Segregation, something like that. Segregation. And then um, yeah, congressional, right. something like that. We're going to go yeah, with those three. Like what yeah. is you know, I'm uh, the First Amendment? Um, so what is it? Oh, that's, isn't that? Yeah, oh. you know, I'll make a personal deal. How about that? That one. 
Mr. Shades. I'll listen Holds to him the because he knew the three my name. These are questions from the U.S. citizenship test. So, you guys are getting deported. Send me back, because Trump. <laughs> Can you guys name Bye. a Drake song? Look, do you know Drake Look song? Look alive. Yep, right away. Look alive. Can you name a Lady Gaga song? Right away. Telephone. Best Bad romance. Can you guys name a Lady Gaga song? Poker face. Wow. Together. What are the three Kardashian sisters' names? Chloe, Kim, and Courtney. Chloe, Courtney, yeah. and Kim. Can you name all three right Kardashian sisters? Chloe, Courtney, and Kim. That was your fastest she one yet. Yeah. I know, it's sad. Mm. I know, it's sad. Mm. She kind of knew the answer, though. Paying, she was okay. she paying was. attention to all the right things, these people. I'd be fascinated, and I, this does make you any human being with half a brain and i don't even i don't even pretend to so none of them come close to having like half a brain maybe one of them uh sad mm. sad for america mm. but drives me insane no and i love how they're like f trump send me back. okay where no, what are you waiting for no one asked you to be here what are you waiting for and 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 F Trump. No, I don't. I don't know anything about politics. I, about politics. I just know I'm supposed to say F Trump. Yeah, that's all. You know, and, and I also love how they they've uh, they they those people on These the people, street. You people. I like how they uh, they've learned if they don't know something, just pretend like they they kind of know it, and yeah. they're waiting for somebody to give them the answer. The the three branches of government: uh, segregation, uh, congressional. Uh, and then she says, I'm going to go with those three. So she uh, can't even do math. That's two. That's two things. You know, uh, the. And then the, legislation. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was what I was going to say. Yeah. No, I knew that. Yeah. That was the tip of my tongue. Oh, my gosh. These people are going to run the country. No, they're not. They're, they, no, they will not. What's going to happen when we die? We're just doomed. It's the just going to. The country's over. just going to implode. Explode. Be over. <laughs> It's absolutely uh, very, very sad. I'd be interested to see, A, how many people said no. I'd like to see the whole yes, uncut. Yes, of course this is edited. Selectively edited. Of course it is. And that's yes. fine. That's what yes. they do. Yes. I got it. It's good. I love it. I mean, I love it. This they've What it's supposed to do, it does. Right. It makes people look dumb on the street. It makes you feel bad about America and smarter about yourself what it's supposed to do right right but uh i would just be fascinated to see how many people said no i'm not going to answer any questions or b knew the answers Mm -hmm. uh and you know just just to make i would hope that seeing the whole thing would make me feel better although i don't i don't think it would i I don't don't think it would maybe a little bit better but no i think overall it's good rule of thumb to remember though and i've said it many many times and i mean this just because someone puts a camera in your face doesn't mean you have to speak. Mm-hmm. You don't have to answer. They could be in your front yard and saying, "We need, we have a question for you." No thanks. No, no thanks. You don't have. Just because someone puts a microphone in front of you doesn't mean you have to speak. Yeah, yeah. I we should have learned that a long time ago. Actually, That's something <laughs> I, I never have learned. Something but, Jeffy struggles <laughs> with daily. <laughs> but you see it all the time. Yes. With the, with re- reports like this, you see it on the on the news. The, my favorites are the man on the streets, right? The, mm-hmm. Because people. Oh, what do you think? Yeah. And the microphone is in your face and there's a camera and everybody thinks they have to uh, they have to talk. Everybody thinks they've got to respond. Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah. 
But I'm glad they did. Speaking um, of. It's almost, I mean, it's so bad. I, I almost want to ask to see it again. but I don't know no. if I can sit through it. You I want to? I, I don't know if I can sit through it. I'll leave it up to you. Okay, one more time. Okay. Let's watch it one more time. Because it, it really is, um, I want to feel better. What's up, guys? This is Will Witt with PragerU. Today we're asking people on Hollywood Boulevard if they can answer questions on the U.S. citizenship test. What political party is the current president a part of? None. He's affiliated with Trump, Inc. Can you name one U.S. representative? No, that's a good one. No. Can you guys name a U.S. representative no. in Congress? No. No. What are the two parts no. of U.S. Congress? I don't know. What are the two parts of U.S. Congress? Trump. Uh, I don't know. That's incorrect. I don't know that either. <laughs> what are the two parts of U.S. Congress? House of Representatives and the Senate. Why are there 13 stripes on the flag? Come on. Oh, damn, I forget. Why are there 13 stripes on the U.S. flag? Do you know oh, our geez. history? <laughs> Who's the current vice president? Uh, Obama? Who is the current vice president? I don't get. Obama? Joe Biden? <laughs> Close. What's the longest river in America? Oh, this is great. Not sure. I'm not Wait, even sure. The he's only, got it. Um, he's got it. I'm going to go with a guess. Lake Michigan. Lake Michigan! <laughs> Lake Michigan is the longest river. It's a river. What are the three branches of government? It's so bad. Judicial, executive, I can't remember the last. Legislative. That's yes. I knew that. I knew that. That's how I knew it already. What are the three branches of government? Uh, judicial, legislative, and executive. Segregation, something like that. And yeah, then um, something like that. congressional, something that one like branch that. Of go government. With those three. What is takes care of all the, uh, the First Amendment? Um, that's good look right Oh, that's isn't that oh I'll make it personal to you. How about that? Mr. Shades! Holding the microphone, asking okay. my name. Right. These are questions from the U.S. citizenship test. Oh, yeah. So, you guys are getting deported. Please. Send me back, because Trump. <laughs> Can you guys name a Drake song? <laughs> Look alive. I'm from Memphis. Look alive. Can you name okay. a Lady Gaga I, song? But, I yeah, let's stop it there. Yeah, no, okay. Yeah, no, we can't do that. No, it's no. Really bad. We're all we're all aware they have their pop culture down pat. That's amazing. Yeah. It really is truly amazing. Yeah. I, um, I am I am uh these 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 videos awesome. I mean, because, okay, so you could, to your point, you could say, well, they're selectively editing, and there could be a large amount of people who didn't say that. They gave the right answer, you know? Oh, oh, right. My point is that not the the, the ones we're seeing aren't edited, but we just aren't seeing the ones that answer correctly. No, no, no. And and that's true. That's okay with me. But the fact that any of these people, any of them, you can't name one current representative, not one. Bill. <laughs> Bill. Uh, he, Smith. he represents, you know, me, that's, that's at, he represents Smith. me down at the burger shop. Yeah. Bill. <laughs> you can't name the current vice president. This is Obama. Obama's the current vice president. Just a guess. Let me guess on the river. Uh, I'm gonna take a wild guess. Uh, a lake. Lake Michigan. A lake. <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding me? It's so even, stupid. I mean, it's not even. He Our doesn't even think about the, the L.A. River. Something L.A. River, which is concrete, by the way. But the uh, anything, anything other than. Let me take a wild guess. A lake. 
Uh, no, no. <laughs> it's so no, stupid. Lord help us. Please, these kids we are raising, well, I'm not raising them. These kids that are being raised by people who I don't associate with are so stupid. See, that's why. That's why I'm a fan of Leticia. And I think that uh, we take a break. Yeah, you want to see if we we come back and I'm going to win you over. I don't think you will, but. Uh, uh, I, I promise you. And I, I promised you earlier, and I promise you now, mm-hmm. you will rethink your parenting skills after watching this. Let's find out. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Sarah Gonzalez and Jeffy Fisher back in for Pat Gray, who is on vacation, a much well-deserved vacation, I should say. I should say. Uh, Remember to tweet us, hashtag put that in your pipe. And if you're one of those few people who still use those things called phones, you can call us at 888-900-3393. But I don't think anyone uses those anymore for talking. Uh, I want to... Yeah. Misbehaved Methane says, parenting like this... Is how you get a bunch of, this is referring to, I believe, the drag kid. Parenting like this is how you get a bunch of 20-year-old college students who are still confused about sexuality. Isn't that the truth? Uh, well, you may be speaking about some children. Uh, okay, all but right. you are not talking about the uh, youngest girl on the Montreal drag scene. Uh, I mean, I probably am. Making the city's other queens look geriatric. Stop. Stop it. So, this is, uh, this is, my, this is my girl. St- this is my, not my your guy. girl. This my is, guy. <laughs> this is <laughs> yeah. First of all, this <laughs> is a boy, <laughs> a young boy. So here's my girl, uh, the drag queen girl, Leticia. I think that anyone can do what they Ugh, want in life. Is terrible. By the it way. doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. Thank if you. If you want to be a drag queen and your parents don't let you, you need new parents. <gasps> if you want to be a it. drag queen and your friends don't let you, you need new friends. Oh, oh, my right, boys and girls and everything in between. Amen. Stop what you're doing because tonight we're no, with I'm the no. fabulous Lactatia. How are you? Super pumped. I'm going to I'm gonna walk the Eight. runway and I'm going to vote. disgusting. But we can't wait to see you vote. vote. You know how you're turning out to be like a social media superstar right now? Kind of I saw, I've seen a bunch of people want to interview me and a bunch of people writing articles about me because I went up on stage at the Work the World tour because oh I was dressed in drag and everyone thought that was super cute. Oh. Oh, that's good. I oh, yeah, asked on stage. <laughs> Look how geriatric that drag queen looks with her. This is disgusting. Do you want to watch more? No, I don't want to watch more. Because we'll stick around for the whole show. No, no. All right, well, then stop stop it. it. She's getting all wound up. I was being entertained at the show. (laughs) Well, good. Then go to a drag show on the weekend, Jeffy. Don't involve me in this disgustingness. Oh my gosh. First of all, can I just, this is one of my pet peeves. I'll tell you what, you need new parents. First of all, oh, 
Oh, let me so just good. let me just. Oh, I'm going to get there. OK. But before I get there. Yes, dear. Let me just say what. Oh, what really sets me off is when the younger generation, they have this mentality that's just like you live for you. You do what makes you happy. Don't worry about yep. what anyone else thinks. They, it's this self-involved, selfish self-absorbed mentality of just like who cares about anyone else you just do you that is the worst advice ever that is the worst advice ever that's not good advice for anyone who ever wants to be in a relationship that's not good advice for anyone who ever wants to have kids you're not supposed to just put you first all the time now I get it that it's like okay you should also be happy but you can't just not be concerned with the people around you and whether or not they're happy with what you're doing that's the worst advice second of all um, my son doesn't need a new parent because I actually want to teach him the truth about <laughs> who he is and what body parts he has. Yeah, and but if what he that wanted to be a drag queen, let's if say. he wanted to be a drag queen, let's say if, if he wants, first just of all, he would if. never know what a drag queen is because I don't make him watch reruns of RuPaul. But if, you know, it's possible that he still wants to become one. No, I mean, no, it's possible. Okay. No, you know what? So let's let's say you come home and he's you know dancing around in, in your dress. Okay, he's not going to do that. But okay. And he, and he, you know, and you I say, can, I can you give think, you. Oh my gosh, you want to be a drag queen? No, no. Would, can... would that be the first thing right out of your head if you saw him dancing around in your dress? Oh my gosh, you want to be a drag queen? And let's go out and I'll take right. you out and perform. Yeah. No. It. That's just like that's no, natural. That? No, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Let's be clear. No, I wouldn't do it. And also. It is natural Absolutely. for boys to inquire Absolutely. about female 100%. things. 100%. My son, I have, no an, question. I have an affinity for makeup. My son will come in there while I'm doing and my makeup. And he wants to put makeup yes, on and he wants to try it and he wants to wear your shoes and he wants to do everything of else. Course Every he does. child he puts in on my the high world heels does it. All the time. He will put on my high they, heels if I leave them every out. Every child does it. That's part of growing up. It's and also finding yes. out growing up what, you know, hey, that's what. My mom wear. Right. That's not and that's my I responsibility wear. to tell him when he right. says, well, mommy, you're putting on lipstick. Can I put on lipstick too? And I say, no, sweetheart. No. Lipstick is for girls. You only, know, Only if you're on TV. Well, first I say, first I say, because he caught me on this one. He's a very observant little boy. Uh, and he, you know, he had been coming to the studio for a while. Right. And so I said, well, honey, makeup is for makeup is for girls. You can't. And he said, well, the other guys at the studio uh, no, put on makeup. Right. We, sure, we sure do. Well, I see them sit in the chair and put on makeup. So then I had to clarify. Okay, you're right. Men who are on TV get powder on, but that's just to go on TV. That's not for everyday life. Now, when we go out and do drag shows, we put you, on then a you bit put on the full makeup. face. Yeah, of course. Right. You can't be expected to be on a drag show stage without full makeup. Right. Right. But. Uh, <laughs> This is disgusting. She it's was, bad. He, it's really bad. He was those, eight. Those last two. Yeah, that was about a year ago. So she's seven. She's he nine. He no. That's what I said. She's nine now. He. Um, I know that's why you keep correcting me. That's what I said. She. <laughs> <laughs> and both of them. And there's I. Oh, if I could find the other one. There's another one that is making the you know social media rounds as the big. Please don't. Big thing. Please um, don't it find is, it. You don't need Amazing. to find it. They're, they just they they all just blow me away. You don't need to find it. Just it. blow me away. I you know I just I really this is it. 
really is a problem for me that this is not considered child abuse because, you know, I I said that for a while. I was like, this is child abuse. This is child abuse. And then I'm like, okay, I want to make, no, no, no. I want to make sure that that I understand what child, the term child abuse, what that is supposed to mean so that I know. And so, you know, I did some research into it and it is, you know, any kind of physical, emotional, mental, negative impact on a child. So any kind of emotional or mental um, things that you are putting in the child's head to create a negative impact or to confuse the child. But or to confuse the child. I mean, how can that not be confusing for a child? How could that not well, lead to right. how could that not lead to negative mental impact? I mean, it's there. It's there already, really. And ex and expo I mean, just it that's just built into exposing your child to these adult I mean, these are adult ideas. Yeah, that's, that's child abuse to me. Not to mention I mean, what is this? What is her name? Le, le, what is her name? Lacticia, lacticia, lactating, yes. whatever. <sighs> that's, you, that's her name. Okay, we they just need to like the LGBTQZY whatever needs to get their stuff together. Well, if you're born with, if you're if you're time. born that way, you're born that way. If you want to choose later on, then you choose later on. But you can't have both. Yeah, they latch onto it bad You're, every but time. But it's it's contradicting. It's Which one is it? Absolutely, is they want it both ways. Are you born they this way or are you not? They always get it both ways. That's their deal. Okay, no more, no more drags the rest of the show. No, no more. No, they're banned the rest of the show. Pat Gray, only. On the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. All right. Uh, welcome back. I am Sarah Gonzalez filling in for Pat Gray with Jeffy Fisher. And uh, remember to tweet us using the hashtag put that in your pipe. Uh, Radine says, I think irresponsible parenting is the least of is the least of things going on with the last stories. Oh, and Chris Pratt is so dreamy. Sarah, you are on it. Mm, amen. Uh, I said I liked him. Miss Misbehaved Methane says about these the man on the street videos these are always so disappointing we are so doomed and nicole said i didn't know there were three kardashian sisters do i win yes nicole oh nicole well first of all nicole good job nicole no you don't win because it's a lie there's no way you didn't know that actually the world knows that there's three kardashians there well and i guess if you're counting the kardashian jenners there are more Oh, correct. Yeah, yeah. But I won't get into that. <laughs> I'm one of those rare people who can appreciate pop culture and be and educated in politics. Amazing. Yes. yes. And Amazing. no, I actually know, um, I don't know who the current vice president is. Uh, you know, it's Obama. Duh. At least you're, you're one represent. Yeah, I forgot. Oba- Obama, Obama, he re-ran under that one <laughs> rule that like you can run for president and then you can run for president and switch parties or vice and- president and switch parties. 
That's that's uh, it was amazing how he did that. So goofy. Ugh. Uh, well, in uh, more depressing news, Kim Jong Un is more popular than Nancy Pelosi Wait. among Republicans. What? Yes. Now, I will say that this was from. I'm reading this from the Daily Beast, so take that for what it's worth. But this was a survey. It was a poll. And it was self-identified Republicans. And they now have a marginally more favorable view of Kim Jong-un than they do for Nancy Pelosi. Now, there's a lot to dissect in that this. That there sure is. There's a lot to dissect there in sure this. sure is. Because on one hand, uh, you could say, wow. <laughs> that really sucks for Nancy Pelosi. I mean, how bad is she that Republicans dislike her so and, much? And that's the funny, that's the funny right. part, right? Like, I mean, ha, ha, ha. Wow, Nancy Pelosi, you really suck if that's where people view you. Right. However, um, is Nancy Pelosi, oh, I don't know, feeding her relatives to dogs? That we know of, no. That's true. But I'm just saying, look, you're right. That's true. Is Nancy Pelosi advocating starving all of the citizens in the streets and, you know, um, putting her people into camps? We know for sure that's not happening. Right. There's no argument to Right. She wants to pay for them all to live. So what does it say about the Republican Party that we put Kim Jong-un above Nancy Pelosi? That's tough to take. That's, that's kind of kind of dumb, really dumb. As much as we hate Nancy Pelosi, I mean, no, let me rephrase that. As much as we dislike, there you go, Nancy Pelosi and her, some of her beliefs and some of her reactions and some of her comments. Mm-hmm. Uh, she still is a representative of from the United States Congress and an American citizen, uh, not a dictator. Mm-hmm. Period. There's no way she goes, I mean, as a funny joke. Right. Maybe. Right. You know, we make that comparison and joke uh, for real as a survey. No, come on. Yeah. You know better than that. Yeah. So uh, 19% of Republicans indicated they had a favorable view of Kim Jong-un and 17%. I mean, that's kind of a problem in itself. A favorable view of an abusive dictator who actively kills and harms his own people. And feeds his relative to dogs. And, I mean, let's not, not to mention, I mean, how many Americans has he, you know, Plenty. killed or are stuck in camps there? Or let's talk about Otto Warmbier, you know, if uh, you want to bring up a specific example. I mean, there are other how examples. How can you view this guy favorably? Did they not sign a part of the deal with, when he met with Trump was to uh, go back and look bring, at some of the Korean? Yes. Korea! Yes, Yes, to bring back Korean this. prisoners of war. Yes, yeah. I mean, that's a that's uh if there are Korean prisoners of war still alive. Seriously bless their heart. Yeah. They're there's no there's no way they're going to be anything close to what kind of human being they were. Right. Not even close. But I mean, I you know, we really have to ask ourselves here, like what what kind of a party do we want? Now, I don't I I can't say that I still actually belong to the Republican Party, uh, but, Wait. you know, those who do, really? 
what kind of a party is it that you actually want? Because if you really want to get things done and you really want to operate under principle, you know, and morals, you can't you can't do stuff like this. You can't have a favorable view of Kim Jong Un at all. Like that number should be zero. Absolutely. Zero. And the uh, fact absolutely. that there's 19% take away the equation of Nancy Pelosi. Just take away the fact that this, right. we're even comparing it to Nancy Pelosi. The fact that 19% of Republicans polled indicated they had a favorable view at all of Kim Jong Un. That's a problem. Big problem. Big problem. You know, and I don't know how you get by that. I don't either. Um, I really don't. I don't know how you get all the poll. Let's see. They talk about the poll of roughly 1,000 adults age 18 and over conducted. Conducted last after week. The, the summit with North Korea dictator Kim Jong-un. Adults, 70%, 1,000, any age. Okay. I mean, it, still, it should the numbers should absolutely be zero mm-hmm. for yeah. favorable. Yeah. Are you favorable to Kim? Hey. No. Because again, I mean, and we have this conversation right after the summit. Again, you know, we need to recognize, uh, is Trump making positive steps towards, uh, you yes. know, at least trying to not have North Korea, you know, attack us or whatever if they ever got the opportunity? Sure. But we have to remember who we're dealing with here. This isn't some sort of peaceful, you know, um, like this guy is, he's just a guy who wants to get along with everyone. We need to remember who we're dealing with. Yes. And it's not a good person. So let's just take a step back and remember that. I mean, Nancy, I vote for Nancy Pelosi 10 out of 10 times. If you're telling me she's up against Kim Jong-un. So (laughs) in fact, I I would beg for for Nancy Pelosi 11 out of 10 times. For Nancy Pelosi, yes. if you gave me those two choices, and believe me, uh, so would you. Yeah, uh, so would you. Yeah. Make no mistake about it. Uh, Jeffy. Or you wish you would. Uh, you wish you would have if you, if you didn't. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's sad. So, speaking of surveys and polling, there was a Reuters study that came out that said that only a quarter of U.S. adults in a recent survey, could fully identify factual statements as opposed to opinion. So this the survey they did, you know, there are concerns about fake news being spread on the Internet and social media. And I think that this the, the, the result of this particular poll almost just showed, is it really fake news being spread or are people just really dumb? Well, you know, you look at the video that we just played a few minutes, a few moments ago on this broadcast asking people... Uh, uh, simple, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. basic. Yeah. If yeah. my, if they were, if I were to ask one of my children those questions and they couldn't answer it, I would be angry. Yeah, I would be angry with them. So participants were given, Very, and I'm an idiot. Five. Would, <laughs> true. You have to. Well, wait. Well. True. Fact check. True. <laughs> so participants were given five factual statements. Uh, using examples like spending on Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid make up the largest portion of the U.S. federal budget. See, I, okay, that's a that is a factual statement, and five opinion statements such as democracy is the greatest form of government, and they were asked to identify which of these statements were factual and which were opinions. Twenty six percent were able to correctly identify all five factual statements. Twenty six percent. Because some of them, you know, like when they when you say uh, we were asked, uh, Medicare, Medicaid make up the largest portion of U.S. federal budget. 
I would say off the top of my head, my answer would be, yeah, but I'd like to know what that number is. I don't know that that's actually, I don't know if it, if it is actually true or not. Right. Okay, I would question it. So do I fall into the not knowing? I mean, I'm just asking. I'm not. I'm not being funny. I'm going to say, no, no, no. How, where do we, how, where do we draw the line of, you know? I would say, well, yeah, that. Well, I'm but, sure that probably is, but well, I, I don't know. Well, hold on, because they're not asking. It's not like a gotcha question. They're not saying true or false. They're saying fact or opinion. So what they're saying is, we're going to give you a statement, and you're going to tell us if this is. A, a factual statement or a, an opinion right. statement, and and, it, and, it, and and knowing that there, it's not a gotcha question. So it's they're not going to try to trick you and say uh, you're wrong. It's not Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid that make up the largest portion of the oh, ba- budget. True. It's something right, right, else. Right, right, right. That's not what they're trying to say. Right. They're so saying is this an opinion based statement or does it appear to be a fact based statement? And I is mean, it? I can look at democracy is the greatest form of government and know that that's an opinion. And first of all, it's not a democracy. Well, we're, we're not a democracy, but the question is, democracy is the greatest form of government. Right. That's a and, statement. I mean, you have to know that that's an opinion. Right. Right. Not a, a statement of fact. Right. So the fact that only 26% were able to correctly identify all five factual statements and thirty only 35% were able to correctly identify all opinion statements. That is terrifying. So again, really that leads me back to, is there a problem with, and okay, there is fake news being spread on the internet and social media, but is that the main problem? Or is the problem that people are so dumb that they can't tell what's fact and what's opinion? <laughs> I think we're pretty close to being dumb. I think we're already there. Voting it dumb. I'm pretty sure we're already there. Because that's I mean, pretty dumb. When, when I think, I mean, as you've already commented on, uh, as a fact, a check mark fact, uh, when I <laughs> am not the dumb guy, there's mm-hmm. a problem. <laughs> okay, there's a big problem. I got it. I understand. But it's pretty sad. Now I will say that you know, look, they, there was also a, where a big a story not long ago that talked about um, four in ten people have now deleted social media accounts in the past year, and they're deleting them because of privacy worries. But hopefully, they're since they're deleting them, that will smarten them up a little. Uh, you know, we get rid of the yeah. social media, the dumbing down of uh, the dumbing down of society. Has really kind of coincided with the growth of of social media. At least many people are starting trying to make that comparison. Do you think that they will actually stay off of social yeah, media though? Because a lot of people, uh, and I know, concerns. I'm deleting it off my phone, but I'm going to keep it on my iPad. Yeah, or I'm on my gonna, computer. I'm not going to have it on my phone, but I'm going to have it on my computer at work. Well, even, uh, that or. Even, you know, okay, I'm deleting it. I'm done with it. I'm deactivating my account. Uh, we were talking about this uh, on the news and why it matters. By the way, 530 Central. I am actually weekdays. The Blaze Television Network? It is. It huh. is on the Blaze Television Network. Again, that's the news and why it matters. 530 Eastern, 430 Central. You can tweet us your show. questions using the hashtag TheBlazeWhy. So anyway, as I was saying, we were having this conversation on the news and why it matters. Uh, and Stu brought up. You know, his his wife would be like, I'm I'm done. I'm taking a social media break. 
and then she'd be like, oh, I have this really cute picture of the kids and I really have to post it. So no, you don't. I'm going to get back the, on to post it. So I wonder that. how many of these the people. The answer to that is no, you don't. But, I have this really cute picture of my kids. Right. I need to post people it. People need to see it. No, you don't. But no. it's really no, cute and a lot of my I friends would and like I know. it. You're right. They would. And you know what? Keep it on your phone or keep it there on your little laptop and when they come over, you can show it to them. Or but they can, don't come you, over because people don't people don't visit each other. Or you can print days. it out and hang it on your wall uh, and look at it every day. But you don't. That's need a to lot post of work, it. Jeffy. It is. I, it, rather than hitting share, exactly. Instagram, exactly. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. That, oh, that's perfect, and that's the right light. Yeah, that's the light I want. Okay, post. Yeah. Um, I got it. I know. But still, I still say no. No, you don't. I, I look. I guilty uh, social media. Uh, you know, I, I I like it. I, I like it, and and I feel like, I like we get it a to pass. A point. I feel like we get a pass though because of the industry we're in. We have we have to be constantly. I mean, I feel like I do. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I, there's no. I mean, part of taking a vacation is getting off of electronics. Yes, right? yes. At least it is for me. Yes, it's like okay, I'm not working now. Yeah. Yeah. On the weekends, I try to take a, on the weekends, I try to take a break, um, because I don't, it's not, you know, um, necessary for my job on the weekends. Except for those, except for those, that darndest cute cat picture that I just had to share with everybody. Listen, my new kitten is really cute. Lisa, I have to do that. Well, I do. Thank you. But that's just really quick, and then I'm done with it. And then people can see how cute my cat is, and also how cute my it's, kid is. It's hard. And they can be really happy for me. It's okay? hard. I, I mean, I'm, look, I already said I'm addicted to I got it. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. And it's hard. You know, my wife is probably worse than I am, really. I mean, it's, and it's, I don't know, you know, it's, is it bad? No, because, like, when we go out to dinner, let's say, as an example, we go out to dinner. Uh, we're one of the few tables, and I, I mean this, one of the few tables that don't have everybody at the table looking at a phone. Oh, a oh, I know. Yep, me too. Because I, I, I refuse. Me too. I, ref- I have it. And every, like if the kids have to go to the bathroom or something and they're gone, mm-hmm. I may look at it. Mm-hmm. May. Yep. May. So, yep. I mean, I, it isn't like I'm burying it and putting it away, uh, which I could, by the way, and I should. Mm-hmm. I, I know that. But when we are sitting at a table... The kids aren't on the iPod. The kids aren't on the iPad. Drives me nuts when I see that. I look. It drives me. I nuts. look at tables, and I mean, there is. Can you not just nothing, have a conversation? Can we not just have a conversation? Four people at a dinner table at a restaurant. It's awful. Looking at their phone. It's awful. Why are you even going out? Why don't you just stay in and look at your phone? It is unbelievable to me. It's cheaper. It sure as heck is. Stay in and look at your phones all night. That's what they want to do. Oh, my gosh. I mean, there's a new, and we joked last night about the, about the, uh, New rule. Like I said, I'm guilty. I'm not be look, I'm beating up on you, but I, I'm just I'm working my way through the process of of it myself because mm-hmm. you know, we were joking like my wife called for my daughter two times uh upstairs last night and then and then text her. Then G chatted her. So mm-hmm. get her down here. She said that's new, that's my new plan. Oh my gosh. Yell twice, then then text. Oh my gosh. And so and that's funny. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's funny because it's you know, you yell twice and, and you know, she's in her room or whatever, so you you, you know, you do the quick G-chat, and she goes, oh. Yeah, and, down and then comes. comes. But it's sad. And we yeah. all know it is sad. I mean, so do we. Don't yeah. look at me like that. I know it's sad, okay? <laughs> but I'm just I'm just using it as an example. Is that I'm guilty, too. Yeah. It's just I don't know how to, I don't know what to do about it. Yeah. Except uh, try to avoid it as much as possible. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I'm not advocating giving it up. 
I'm not advocating not doing it or telling your kids not to do it or taking them away, but just try your best to not do it when you don't have to. Right. Uh, you mentioned going out to restaurants when we come back. Uh, I want to ask you about tipping etiquette. Okay. We're going to talk about tipping etiquette. You are listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not Pat Gray. It got them really excited. Sarah Gonzalez and Jeff Fisher in for Pat Gray. So I was reading an article from USA Today, and it was about millennials and their tipping habits. It says millennials are the worst when it comes to tipping. So that's interesting. Right. So I started reading it and uh, it says nearly two thirds of millennials typically tip below the standard 20 percent suggestion for tips at restaurants, while about half of adults older than 38 say they tip less than 20. So we've got half of adults versus two thirds of millennials. Now, it also said, uh, the study also revealed that 10% of millennials say they skimp out entirely, often leaving nothing for a server when dining wow. out, which that's bad. Uh, and then, and I well, want to finish these and then we'll go back and kind of okay. take the all of these yeah, bullet yeah, yeah, points. Yeah, I love it. Uh, and it says, we're talking about tipping. Well, they also bring up Uber, Lyft, taxi drivers, uh, where you have it's the app that you in. call them. And it says that they those drivers are left high and dry by 18% of millennials, even when presented with preset tipping options on the ride-hailing apps. So let's go back to the standard 20% suggestion for tips at restaurants. Okay. Is, that, is that really what it is now? 20%? Oh, it's been 20% for a long time. It's 20%. What happened to 15 Oh, please. What happened to 15 It went away. Why? Okay, it went away. Why? Why am I supposed I, not, to pay more I don't know what happened to the other 5%. I just know it went away. For standard service. It, that 20%, that's interesting to say that because I don't remember when it went away, but it did. And it went away uh, fast. It was do, just gone. Do you do you tip? Yeah, I do. How much do you At tip? At least 20. Probably more, usually. Really? Yeah. Standard. Yeah. So if you have just a like adequate eh, job performance... By your waitress, you still give her twenty percent. Yeah. Only if she's cute, to. though. You have to. Do you? Yeah. I don't think I do. so. I disagree. I do. Really? Yes. Because if I don't get, I feel like twenty percent is for really good service. Because then that gives no, them an like incentive. 20, that gives like them a motivation. That's like twenty five. No, that gives them a motivation and incentive to be on their toes. If they already know they're getting the standard twenty percent, and they don't even need to come refill your water in order to get it. Why are they going to give you good service? But they, but you usually do get good service. It's rare when you don't. Is it? Yes. Well, I'd love to know off air where you're going. It's the strip clubs don't count, Jeffy. They they know they're gonna they're working off tips. They know they're going to give you good service. Well, then we need to rethink my answers. What are the <laughs> okay. questions again? Okay. Now, okay, ten percent of millennials skimp out entirely, 
that's that's bad. Well, it is you bad, to, except that you argue their argument will be: look, they, they should get paid more, right? They should argue they should get paid more for what they you know what they do. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, that's if uh, you know why do I have to tip them? They're getting paid to do their job, and uh, and I kind of understand this argument. I don't know that I'm for it, but I understand it. You know, why am I responsible for their salary? All right, I'm right. coming in. I am responsible for their salary by coming into your restaurant and buying your food and being served by them. So you should pay them a decent amount. Right. And uh, if they go above and beyond, maybe I'll give them something else. Yeah. Uh, But if they don't, then I'm still paying for their service and paying for their job and they're getting paid to do their job. Yeah. No question. Yeah. I shouldn't, they shouldn't uh, be. I'm not employing them. Correct. So that's not my responsibility. If tipping is how they make their living. We are employing them. I mean, right? it's kind of. I'm not responsible for employing them. No, I just want to go get something to eat. Right, and I just want somebody. I want, and as you said, I want somebody to refill my water. Right. Uh, make sure that uh, my silverware is clean. Uh, make sure my food's hot, and uh, only bother me enough when I want something. And quite honestly, uh, I part of the time, if you gave me the option of like, can I just opt to not have a server and I can just go get it myself? Stupid gear. Is that you? <laughs> you guys hate to deal with people. Well, I mean, no, it's just like, I, I, just, I love the interaction. I'll go get it when I, I mean, I don't mind the interaction, but it's like, I can refill my own water. If you're, I, I like the interaction, but I'm not, I don't need to pay for the interaction. People talk to me for free. I don't know about you, Jeffy. Uh, I charge for but everything. I don't need to. I don't need to pay people no, to interact. Yeah, absolutely. With me. Like, I, if I if you're telling me I can either you know uh, get it myself and not have to pay any extra, or I have a server but I've got to pay extra. Yeah, I'm getting it myself. My, but if I get it myself, then I mean that's like being at home. I'm going to the restaurant for the experience, right? I want to be served. No, you're going to the restaurant for the food. No, you're going for the. the oh, please! You get served at home. Let's be clear. I'm. I'm sure. Well, I, the, the way I run my home. household, right. you're damn right I do. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't kid yourself. Okay, but really quickly, do you do you ever <laughs> use Uber and Lyft? Yeah. yeah do you do Uber you tip? Before. Um, I think it was. When I, I haven't used Uber in a while, but I I thought that that was part of the deal. That, no, they they ask but you they if you want that, to right? add. Yeah, they ask you if you want to add an additional tip. Yeah, and I, I think I I think I. Uh, I opted for 80%. <laughs> okay, Jeff. Or zero. Yeah. I don't, you've got to be, why. you've got to be really, with, really compelling no, for it, me to tip you on See, now, actually, no, it was like 20% or whatever it was because it's the same mm-hmm. with cabs. Mm-hmm. We, we took cabs every day in New York. Mm-hmm. You're backtracking and, now. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember because we, we paid cabbies. Let's Part get to of Linda. The deal was when we come paying up next. cabbies. Tips. Agonizing. Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray Unleashed. All right, we're talking about tipping. And it dawned on me uh, over the break. There is one particular industry that I do typically tip 20% minimum. It's when I go get my nails done. 
at the nail salon. I will tip why them. Is that? I go get a mani pedi and I will tip them twenty percent. And I will tell you why. That's Jeff why Fisher. I asked. Why? I will tell you why. Because at my particular nail salon that I go to, they have a full open bar, and it is unlimited drinks. So. So you're getting hammered while you're getting your nails and your pedis done. That's not what I'm saying. That's not wow. what I'm saying. What I'm saying is. I appreciate the Let's fact. Let's put the twenty-five on. I appreciate the fact that they have opened up their entire bar to me. So how so much? If, wait, I want to look. Okay. All right. So it's an open bar. Right? Open bar. So if I make an appointment mm-hmm. to get my nails done mm-hmm. and have a pedicure, mm-hmm. and I go to this place, mm-hmm. I can get hammered. You can. All right. How much for the mani and pedi? Uh, it's, I believe it's 55 total. So, so that's 55 that's for, bucks. That's for the dipping gel too. That's not just for, no, uh, don't just be silly. A regular, we all know about the dipping gel. Shut up. Don't, don't talk to me like a I regular manicure with no, no don't. extra stuff for you would be cheaper than that. Don't talk down to me. Like I wouldn't have the dipping stuff. That's okay? true. The, uh, so I go there for 55, right? So I'm, I'm paying what? 70 bucks figure, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. 70 bucks mm-hmm. gets me a mani and a pedi and nails. an open bar. Yeah. And there's no time limit? No. You want to go That's not a bad day. See? See? That's not a bad day. And I'm not saying that. Walk out and get hammered. Now you still got to get a ride home, so that's Uber. There's another one. Well, you don't have to tip them, we just said. You don't don't have to tip tip Uber. You're fine. I mean, like, it's sometimes I'm not saying I have ever uh, had any of this, but sometimes <laughs> the owner of the nail salon will actually literally walk around asking people if they want shots. Well, of course. They'll be silly. I'm, tipping, I'm tipping 20% just for the thought. But see, the, I'm tipping 20%. But okay, so, but that's all, I mean, yeah, I mean, you have to, but was part of the tip is still being there, getting, I mean, that's not bad because you're spending, if you went to a bar for, and what are you usually there for? Hour and a half? At a bar? No. Uh, oh, the nail salon. Two hours? Uh, no, yeah, I know about, how long you're now. at a bar, okay? That's <laughs> my point. I'm night. getting to that. About, yeah, maybe an hour, a little over an hour. Okay, so you figure 70 bucks for, let's say an hour and a half. Yeah. All right, so you're 30, you know, you're, you're there. If you were at a bar for an hour and a half, with how many people would it take you to get hit the $70 mark? That's true, but my nails that I get done last for three weeks. So that's three weeks of, you know, my nails. I mean, you have to put that, take that into account. Like, I'm receiving a service. It's not just the drinks. I wouldn't care. I mean, I, that's my point. Is that, <laughs> do you want me to do your nails? No, I'm good. <laughs> I'll wait right here. I'm good right here. I don't, you're not touching my feet, okay? But the, <laughs> just give me a drink. Yes, I want shots. Uh, it looks like we have, okay, we have some calls that I want to make sure to get to. So let's take Linda first. Linda, hey, how are you? Well, thank you. Good. Uh, What's going on? Yes. <clears throat> the, uh, the comments you were making about those, the uh, man on the street interviews, the thought that came to me was that these folks are willfully ignorant. And um, I thought it would be instructive if one could go back a week later and ask those same people whether or not they had had the intellectual curiosity to find the answers to those questions. Not a yeah, chance. That's a great point. You know, you know darn well the answer to that would be not a chance, Linda. Well, I'm afraid it would be, but still, I think, why don't we have, 
within this um, population. Good question. The curiosity to want to know. That is a great question. question. Where did we lose that? That's a good question because that is something that's lost. Because I see, I I actually see that in my kids a little bit. No, seriously, I'm not being funny. I, I do see that in my kids a little bit. What do you, what from do you, time to time. What I'm do you think, think it is, example. Linda? What do you think it is? Um, well, I think it's laziness. I think we have, um, um, I think perhaps it's an unexpected and an undesired consequence of of the things that have been going on in the society for a number of years. The uh, um, uh, The trophy mentality and uh, yeah. not expecting I mean yeah. uh, grades are going up but the intelligence and the do you know what I mean yes, yes, yes I absolutely do. are grading higher when the output is not the same it was when uh, no, not well close. I'm from the knob generation therefore that's why I'm using a telephone but <laughs> the changes have have been such that we are promoting ignorance and it's becoming more willful i think mm. amen Oof. amen I think you're right linda thank no, you thanks for calling thank you so linda. much appreciate it. thank you linda no she's absolutely she's she's right and and i don't know that it's maybe they just figure if you know the willful ignorance is that they just don't care to look they it don't doesn't care. matter yeah it's Some not guy asked me these how is it affecting their government. life some guy asked me right about our now. government tonight I mean, they'll be lucky to remember that. Yeah. You know, they'll see themselves on the video. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I, yeah, if, I it's not a, if it's not affecting them negatively, I think, is they don't care about it. If it were to, you know, um, and Linda says she comes from the nom generation, you know, I mean, she saw, she saw, you know, in her world growing up, she saw all of these things. Sure so did. she understands that we need to pay attention to them. Um, you know, like, for instance, I guess, uh, you know, when I was in high school was when the Twin Towers fell. So it's sorry, I didn't mean to date you, Jeffy. But but I mean, I'm just saying. So, you know, that was something that stuck with me that, you know, I lived through. We lived through these things. And I think that they're this generation. They're not living through anything to relate to. But. They know all they know is to be affected by, okay, um, that's negatively impacting me, so I don't like it. That's positively impacting me, so I like it. And they live in these bubbles, and nothing thus far has happened to them that's serious enough to make them take a step back and realize the bigger picture. Um, But hey, what do I know? I'm just a girl on the radio. Nick, Nick is also with us. Nick from Illinois. Nick wants to talk about uh, tipping. Nick, what you got for us? God, Pat, you got hot. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. I know. No, but but Keith, you got you got huge. What? Thank you. you, thank you. We we got a comedian on the phone now. Oh, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> well, okay, no, Nick. What, I, I love you. I love you, Jeffy. I'm don't sorry. even start with me. Well, <laughs> what do you want to say about um, tipping? I, I'm 23 years old. I don't know if that makes me a millennial or a generation Z or whatever it is. Um, <clears throat> I'll always tip the Uber driver, but no more than a dollar. Really? I, Why? No, no more than a buck. Well, because they're not making... I, I tried to apply to be an Uber driver once, and I know how much they make, and it's definitely not minimum wage. 
they i mean they're not they're not servers if they if they're super friendly and they're like you know ask me about how my day's going and stuff like that and they're and they're and at the same time don't smell like farts then i'll tip them maybe two bucks <laughs> right right so so and then only a buck and then like at at that yeah, point only, at that point is it even worth the tip i mean it's just a dollar right uh well, it's two bucks. A, two bucks is a, a cup of coffee. Two bucks, but a dollar. It's like I guess your I guess your your idea is that if everyone gives a dollar, then at the end of the night, that's a that's a hefty sum of money. It's it's uh, no. It's more like I'll feel bad about myself if I don't tip him at least something. Okay. I used to. Uh, and then when it comes when it comes to eating out, I, I that's tricky. I, I'll always always ask what the policy of the restaurant or the store is okay do you guys keep your own tips or do you split them evenly among everyone else oh, that's a good question because wow. if they split them evenly the tip should probably be about 15 yeah is that yeah, what you're saying i, I mean it should be if if the tips get split evenly mm-hmm. then the tip ratio yeah. should go down in my estimation I absolutely agree. I, yeah. I don't like the. Uh, I don't. I, yeah, I don't like that. I'd rather either. tip the person who's serving. Absolutely, me right? Hundred percent. Restaurant. Yes, hundred percent with that. And then there's, and then there's another little factor that comes into play. Some, uh, or I mean, I don't know if it's all. I don't know if it's like a national thing now, but uh, some restaurants have. Uh, you make with tips wage, which is like half of what the minimum wage is. So okay, right. It's okay. Really. Like they're really working off of tips. Like they're not really getting much of a pay right. hourly. Their 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 salary comes from tips. Yeah, yeah but I mean, that, that's a lot of restaurants. Yeah, but I mean they are choosing that job, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they knew what they were getting into. Yeah. Uh, well, I uh, appreciate hearing from uh, millennial generation Z, whatever it is that they're categorizing you as, but uh, uh, young Nick. So thank you, Nick. Uh, we, we've got people talking about tips. We've got uh, people I, talking I used about to, tips. I used to, uh, there was a girl that I used to live with that, that was, but she was a waitress in a, and she used to, uh, she was, she would give money back. Like uh, the crowds would come in. This was uh, on uh, the beach mm-hmm. uh, in Florida. She was working at a restaurant on the beach, so it was uh, a lot of tourists and uh, tourists from other countries. Mm-hmm. And they would come in and be really, uh, how should we say, um, cheap. Mm-hmm. And they would leave like change, you know, for <laughs> like five or six people would be at the table, right? And they'd leave the pile of change, there. right? And uh, she, <laughs> I witnessed one of these events where she just picked up the cash. And the change and ran out back behind and threw it back at the people. And oh, said, wow. You need it more than I do. Oh, wow. And, uh, it was very frustrating. I, I actually, I, I love that. That's so- I know. I was going to say, that sounds like something that you, I, that sounds like someone you would be living with, actually. That, that doesn't surprise of, me at huge, all. Huge fan of that. Yeah. But uh, so there are times when it's frustrating for people working on tips, which she did. Mm-hmm. She had that, uh, you know, the wage where you make. You know, and I can totally you get you get your that. paycheck that had you, uh, you know, at two bucks an hour, but you're really living off the, the tip. Yeah, and I can understand that when you're talking about people just giving you, you know, pocket change instead of an actual tip. Correct. I I get that. I get that. I can understand that. Uh, we also have a Mary from Ohio who has been a waitress, and so she has some uh, thoughts on tips. Mary, hey. Hey, um, I just wondered if. Uh, yourself or Jeffy have ever been a waiter or a waitress because 
reason why we tip good, my husband and I, is we've been there, and yeah. it's we've uh, it seems really good because the people know us. Then when we come in, mm-hmm. they know we're just like them, you know, and so we have a good relationship. They they're glad to see us. They give us good food and service. Yeah. So I didn't know how you guys you know felt about that. Well, I look. I I'm a, I've already said I I tip. Uh, I mean, I get hollered at. I get hollered at from from Sarah Gonzalez. I get hollered at from my wife. I get hollered at from everyone. I'm leaving a big tip. What's the common denominator care. there, Jeffy? I don't. That's you. How how much? I'm I'm curious, Mary. So what is what would be to you if you just got let's just say just standard average service? What what would you what would you give? Um, I would give twenty percent. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's like Jeffy, and uh-huh. um, at least twenty five percent or more if it's better. Yeah. It, okay. Know. So, so you're talking about really great, excellent service. You start at twenty five percent, but it could go up depending on just how great they are. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's it's good. You know, it's good. We feel good. They feel good. Right. Um, they're glad to see us. You know, every time. Yeah, and we come we come in with the family. Like our kids are out of town and all, and we come in, and um, they've all been there too. So they're all good tippers too. Yeah, they treat us, you know, like we're home. You know, right? No right. matter what the chain is, if it's a chain. Or so is home, this Bob? Is this, is this Bob Evans or uh, <laughs> where? What are we talking? <laughs> no, this is some you know mom and pop places. This is um, uh, oh gosh, it can be. Uh, Different, you know, like uh, around here we have a, a Quaker steak and lube, let's say, or oh, yeah. anything, you know. Yeah. And uh, it, not, it's just, not that it's a surprise, but I haven't been at a Quaker steak. And lube. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think that that is a thank you, Mary, by the way. Thank you for your call. I think that, you know, I, I do appreciate getting someone who has been a server before and getting, you know, their feedback because I have not admittedly, I have not ever been a server, so I don't know what it's like. Uh, but I, I just, I don't want to pay the 20. Yeah. I mean, it's hard for me. You're just cheap. I don't want to build. I, I, yes. You don't want to, you're cheap. You don't want to build the relationship. It doesn't matter to you. It's not, it's not about building like Mary said, the bond. Well, I mean, I'm not the about the relationships. Yeah. It, 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 that, and, and I, you know, I, I like that. I want that interaction. Well, yeah. Uh, one of us here has to pay for our interaction. So, uh-huh. sorry. Pat Gray. Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. Welcome back. Uh, Pat Gray Unleashed. Sarah Gonzalez filling in for Pat Gray here with Jeff Fisher. Uh, we have one more call about tipping. This this tipping situation, right. I thought that it well, might people, generate people some up. buzz. Yeah, people get wound up. It, some people don't want to tip. Other people want to tip. It's controversial. Yeah. It's controversial. So, uh, Mike in Maine. Hey, Mike, how are you? Good, yourself? Hey, we're good. So, uh, I used I live up in Maine. And I used to live right on the border of Canada. And uh, 
had a female friend that uh, was a waitress. Mm-hmm. On average, bank twenty five hour uh, twenty five dollars an hour, uh, on average. Okay. And the Acadian is what we call them, uh, essentially French Canadians that would come over would not tip. Yep. Uh, however, when you talk to them, they would disclose that they knew that they had to tip or should tip, I should say, oh, yeah. but would use the excuse that they didn't know. Huh. So notice, they... notice in my previous story, Mike, when I talked about uh, the waitress that I knew in Florida, I talked about a tourist. Tourists on the beach. And uh, those, a yeah. lot of those a lot of those tourists were from oh my gosh. What did you call them? Uh Acadians. Ah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. You should have your own show, by the way, Jeffy. Oh, uh, I do right go. now. I do. With with Sarah Gonzalez. Yeah, I have. yeah thanks for adding Thank me in you, there, Mike. Jeffy. I appreciate it. So fun. <laughs> thanks, Mike. Thanks for calling. All, All right, right so Take it away. Go ahead. You wanted to do your little joke tweet because I know I know you, you're you're ashamed that you actually dated me, so you want to. Oh, uh, yes. You're ashamed. I know yes. it's okay. Don't be ashamed. Heather said Don't yes that I I actually uttered the words "sorry, I didn't mean to date you, <laughs> Jeffy." Don't be ashamed. She said, "Gosh, we okay. hope not." Yeah. <laughs> oh well, you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> All right, we're good. Uh, no, wait, but that means Jim Heather Carrey. And I are good. Jim Carrey. Okay. Uh, Jim Carrey, my favorite Jim Carrey. He's a, I'm a big fan. I was a big fan Are for you? a long time. No, not anymore. Okay, but I was a big fan, and I and I still. I, he's one of those guys that I want to like because he used to be funny, and I can remember. I literally can remember lying on the floor, laughing with my stomach hurting at his comedy routine because he was so funny. And now it's wow. gone down the deep end That's so bad. Yeah. No bad. So he uh, has tweeted something tremendous. I mean, just he's and he's just sharing his artwork with America too. And oh, uh, look at that! He's and underneath his tweet, wow. uh, it's Trump art, and uh, he signed it even there. You can see it. oh, it's, it's well, Trump and the thank goodness, he and the art. It. It's called Art of the Meal. Gee, I wonder what that's supposed to be about. If hmm. the Democrats would just stop the Mueller investigation, build a wall, declare me a god, and pass a special law allowing me to marry my hot daughter, I wouldn't have to devour oh, these immigrant on. babies. It's terrible what they're doing. Obstructionists. Come on, Jim. First come of all, when on. I first saw the when I first saw the painting, the picture, I, I turned to Sarah and I said, yes. "I can't figure out. Is that supposed to be a hog leg? A hog leg? Yeah, I, I, that's what he I said. I couldn't figure out. And it, it's, it's supposed to be a baby. A leg. baby leg." So Trump is a cannibal now. He's eating babies. He's, yes. eating, he's eating immigrant babies. He's he is. Let's go through this. He is ripping them away from their parents. Correct. Personally. Correct. He is down at the border as we Correct. speak, ripping babies away from their parents. Correct. He is taking them onto Air Force One, and then he's eating them. Correct. Starting with their feet. Correct. He's he wants uh, the Mueller investigation uh, to end. By the way, so do I. Uh, it's not, yeah. uh, I, I want it to be over too. And uh, once you find out how much uh, we've spent on this investigation to get what little uh. we've gotten out of it, you'll want it to end too, yeah. Jim. But it does. that's not the point, is it, Jim? No, it's not the point at all. Uh, if uh, the God could pass a special law allowing me to marry my hot daughter, yeah. But there's nothing like making that incest joke. Ha, ha, ha. Because he said the joke once on a radio show. So you get to follow right along with it because that's what he really, really wants to do. Stop it. Stop it. So sick of you people. You and De Niro and all the rest of you ilk. 
making me stick up for Donald Trump is sickening to me. It, yeah, it is. It is a and weird feeling. This is exactly right? what I'm talking about with your Chris Pratt boy. Be careful. Excuse me. Excuse me. Be careful. Chris Pratt has nothing to do Be with Be careful, because that's what's going to happen. He's Chris still Pratt. Hollywood. Okay. He's still going to well, say something. For now. He's going to do something. No, that's gonna, no. Ugh. For now, he still has the halo on his head, and we're All not right. going to condemn him for things that he has not done yet. So if it's he coming. does that, it's coming. I, can feel I will it. be happy to have that conversation <laughs> with you then, Jeffy. But until that point, it. until that point. All right. I'm sorry, Chris, for putting you in with Jeff You stay off my I'm man, sorry. Chris Pratt. I'm sorry for putting you in with it's my mistake. I, I apologize. I, I shouldn't have done it. You're right. Don't do anything to put me there. Uh, Don't do it, Chris. I want to make sure that we have time to recognize a hero. As a, a national hero, I would say. Uh, an Indiana State Trooper uh, by the name of Sergeant Stephen Wheels. Sergeant Stephen Wheels did what uh, a lot of us wish would happen way more often. We wish we could do. He cleaned uh, cars off the road so nobody would be on the road when I'm driving? Well, I don't recall sort that. of, sort of. He discovered that there was a uh, driver who was driving too slow in the left lane. And he decided to tweet about this uh, this car, this driver. And uh, I'm not sure oh, if we have the tweet drivers, to put on screen. Yes, but he lane. said, yeah, there it is. So he said, I stopped this vehicle today for a left lane violation on I-65. The driver had approximately 20 cars slowed behind her because she would not move back to the right lane. If there are vehicles behind you, you must move to the right lane to allow them to pass. Amen, brother. 20 cars 20 cars behind her, and this selfish woman is just chug, 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 chugging along. He makes a good point of, well, well, while you're going the speed limit, they make, he makes a good point. While you're going the speed limit, the cars behind you are not. And it still creates an unsafe situation, and it's still your responsibility to move back over to the right lane if you're not trying to pass someone. How hard of a concept is that? I don't get it. Am I the only one who's affected no, by this? No, you are not. No, you are not. You it's are not, not affected by that at all. It's not a hard concept. It is not and a hard concept. And then the people, really quickly, the people who try to speed up when you try to pass them. Oh, don't play that game with me. <laughs> Do not play that game with me. I will beat you at your own game every wow. single time. Uh, road rage. No. Road no. rage. This is just smart driving. It's smart driving. That's what that is. Okay. okay. Rager. Whatever. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.